Welcome, everybody, to episode 25 of the Anime Arcade Podcast, the funniest episode you'll ever hear. It's our <laughs> For all the wrong 25th reasons. episode. <laughs> For all the wrong reasons. Yes, absolutely. We're at a quarter century. My name is Jeff, and I'm here with Carlos. Yo. And Logan. <laughs> Howdy. <laughs> I took your... I, I was first, and I took your voice introduction. How do you like that? Yeah, how could you? <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> for a loop. I know. I can awesome. hear it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you can expect more laughs like this as you listen to this comedy podcast. That's yeah. You dive into uh, different uh, kinds of comedy and uh, recommend a bunch of uh, comedic anime or anime with some uh, comedic elements. Yeah, it's our, uh, our genre, uh, one of our genre podcasts. I think the only one I can remember us doing before was a Magical Girl one that Carlos wasn't here yes. for. So mm-hmm. welcome to the series, Carlos. Yay! <laughs> wow, how long has it been since we did, since you guys did that one? Was that almost oh, a year God, ago? That was, yeah. Yeah, that something was, like that. That was very early on. Mm. Um, well, uh, I am, don't have much to say, so I'm ready to jump right in. Yeah, what do you guys go for it. Right on. Thanks for listening. See you soon. I was listening to another podcast actually uh, over the Trader. week. One of the guys, <laughs> one of the guys wasn't there when they started recording, and he he comes in later in the recording, and uh, they they played that they played Jaws music like as he was about before he was going to come in or something. <laughs> and like he started recording before he called into the thing and uh it was it was pretty hilarious the way they did it oh it's good to know that other podcasts have people that <laughs> just like dip out and come in at random times yeah yeah, yeah. it was funny but um yeah um what's up guys choking on my coffee <laughs> trying to finish this con cole event nice yeah. how's that going poorly not great. Is it hard or? It's ridiculously hard. Yeah, it's, it's just annoying. Uh, the first two maps were easy. The first, yeah. Uh, the first map was a sub map. And it was, like, super easy to clear. Uh, the second map was alright. Took a little farming. Uh, a little resource intensive due to combined fleet, but not too bad. But this third map, man. Is the is the third the last one? Or? Yeah, yeah, it's a three map. It, it, event. It's a it's a small event, but but due to that, like the last map is kind of complicated, and uh, it's expensive to run. So yeah, like I'm running out of resources. Logan ran out of resources. Yeah, I was um, at 200 fuel last night. Yeah. Oh no. We're uh, actually I was down to 15 at one point. We're not doing too good on some fronts. <laughs> oh no. The war but, effort uh, is and, not. And succeeding. I apologize to. 
uh, to our listeners, you're going to hear clicking because I'm going to be playing this event while we're our podcast. I'll try. That. <laughs> I'll I'll get rid of as much of priorities. As I can. Uh, priorities. I appreciate. I take it. it there's some wildly attractive ship girl who's uh, at the end of this event. Uh, there's a. They have like twin submarines. Oh, you'll appreciate this actually, uh, Jeff. For the first time since I've been playing Concoli, and probably since you have played Concoli, well, when you did, uh, we actually get to use our submarines in an event, which never happens. Normally, true, submarines yeah. are just relegated to to sinking transport ships for weeklies and all that stuff. But yeah, and they're uh, the final boss is uh, it's a the twin. It's like a, a twin abyssals, and uh, hmm. of course the um, Concoli community has dubbed them Ram and Ram Hime, uh, yeah. and and then the the two submarines that you can get one is a drop and one is a reward um, are twin submarines. So Ram and Ram. Hmm. Do they look like the abyssal counterparts? Uh, kind of. Yeah, I mean they they always kind of do. What was it? Uh, Last event we got um, ETH, yeah, common not test, and mm-hmm. the 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 abyssal that, boss. yeah, the abyssal that that came before her um, looked like common not test. Mm-hmm. So, of. so mm-hmm. if you get these submarines, would it be appropriate to sing the song "We All Live with <laughs> Abyssal Submarines"? <laughs> Uh, no one would fault you if you did, <laughs> but a lot of people <laughs> yeah. would question why you're singing. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know, man. If I beat this map, you I don't might sing, sing when you play Kankole. I mean, that's how I got. That's how I got through some of the hardest uh, grinds in that game. <sighs> I'd sing to myself, sing lullabies, <laughs> or I'd let Con- I'd let Congo do it or something. I don't Congo des. <laughs> cool. Are you guys still playing Fire Emblem? Yep. Oh, yeah, the two weeks the phone game. Yeah. Yeah, not not as much as everyone else apparently. I I always forget about it, and then mm-hmm. like I'll remember it a day later. Yeah, I'm bad with mobile yeah. games. Real bad with yeah. mobile games. The game the game lacks a lot of the strategy that the Fire Emblem has for me, just because of how small the maps are. Yeah, um, it feels like you're fighting over two two choke points basically. Um, so it's a battle of who's got the higher stats. I mean, there's a little bit of strategy involved, but. Uh, you know, it's a battle it over who has Takami. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I do have Takami. I, I actually you? got him you on my last world. Yeah. <laughs> but he's one of my lower level guys now. And I just learned now, um, thanks to Hina in the Discord channel there, he was telling me that the the characters all have different stats. Like they have like bonus and like high stats and low stats. Uh like some characters have higher attack um, than the same character. Uh, am I, I'm not explaining this well. It's like, it's, they're different, like base stats. Mm-hmm. The, like, the characters can have. Yeah. So one five star talking me could be better than another five star talking me. Exactly. I, That's a good way to put it. I really like this game uh, and, and like all the strategy and all that. But I'm going to be honest, I don't come to Fire Emblem games for the same reason most people do. Like, the strategy's fun, but I do it more for the, the story and then pairing pairing characters up. Yep, yep. Because, yeah. because I'm lame like that, so... No, I'm right there with you. <laughs> no, so, and you know, you're with... You, you know, there's a lot of people who have come... That's been, like, 
huge for the series because yeah. so many people have started playing it for that because it's it's wonderful it's an awesome little thing to do yeah i i enjoy yeah. that sometimes more than the actual game or the actual storyline like with fates the story is so stupid and convoluted at times that i'm just like all right well at least i get to marry camilla so <laughs> yeah yeah awesome speaking of now we need we need some like tharja camilla fan art or something it's got to be out there somewhere. oh yeah i have the, the Tharja figure and I I got the the Camilla the Camilla one pre ordered can't wait for that one nice nice cool um yeah I'm uh I'm losing interest I guess in the game I'm sure I'll I'll be uh, I'll probably stop playing it eventually here pretty soon um just because it's not it's not tickling the same uh, you know whatever. I'm going to stop that sentence. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just wait for echoes, Uh, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Um, So guys, uh, anything else, anything else going on new, new in the lives of Logan and Carlos? I'm buying a new computer. Nice. So I can finally stream stuff. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I should have all the parts by hopefully Wednesday or Thursday this week. Hopefully I'll have a new computer uh, built by this weekend. So I might be doing a Overwatch stream where I open like 120 boxes of loot. (laughs) (laughs) So Um, for all of you out there uh, who are listening. Yeah. yeah. They're like seeing loot opened. Uh, Keep an eye on our Twitter. I'll... uh, well, just keep an um, eye on on our YouTube in general. I'm I'm actually gonna as soon as we're done with this, I'm gonna post up a video of uh, of the Concoli stream I did. For some odd reason, I couldn't stream to YouTube, so I just streamed to Twitch. But I saved the video. I'll be uploading that on YouTube. We're probably having a lot more streaming stuff content available. We've been not really doing a whole lot with our YouTube channel, but that's mostly because I'm having trouble uh, streaming on YouTube and. Logan mm. was having can't. computer troubles in general. Yeah, like anytime I tried to yeah. use XSplit or OBS or anything, you did one with uh, what do you call it though? Right, Stardew Valley. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, that was on my MacBook though. Oh, yeah. Okay. Anytime I try to stream on my current computer, when I open the the streaming software, my computer just freezes. Yeah, so. just gives you the big old middle finger. Like, yep. nope. And all I, kinds of. Nope. I gotta start. I gotta start hyping it now. Like four episodes from now. We're probably going to have like the most exciting anime arcade like content ever. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. It is about four episodes from now. Yeah, we're going to have, have no a good idea time. What you're talking about? We should probably we should probably actually announce that either this one or the next one, uh, so that people who are going there know what's up. But oh, yeah, what, that, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> are you serious? You literally I, had no idea. <laughs> I, <you> know, <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah, like, Logan. What, what did we have planned? What do we? Yeah. <laughs> Logan thought we were keeping him out of the loop. <laughs> yeah, it was real, real sad there. Uh, we're only going to be crashing at your house, Logan. Yeah. Just going <laughs> to let you know about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to. You guys are coming up to the greater Seattle area. We're uh, going to SoccerCon yeah. as a team. Oh yeah. For the first time. I'll have a Our I'll have a camera will combined. We'll, uh, we'll take once. a bunch of pictures, some video, drink a bunch, uh, drink a whole bunch. Of, yeah, we so need yeah. to start planning some fun stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds yeah. Like if you're listening and want to join us for like getting 
drunk and having fun and watching anime and whatever we'll, we'll have to we'll have to party hard so or if you don't drink yeah. and you just want to meet us at the con please do i mean uh, we're probably gonna we're gonna try we're having running into some roadblocks with finding like apparel for ourselves if anybody knows any cheaper places we can get like ichan like stamped on a t-shirt or a hat or something please let us know uh, but, but yeah, come come find us at the convention. And if you don't like to drink, might not. Uh, yeah, I don't think I'll be drinking at a convention. Those beers no. are way too expensive. Yeah. So yeah, I'll be sober. <laughs> we'll be drinking water at the convention. Beer after. Mm-hmm. Water. Uh, Got to front the liver. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um. Cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm super excited. Finally bought my plane ticket, so it's Woo! it's real now. Awesome. It's a real thing. Can't wait. Um, so today we're talking about funny stuff. Yay. (laughs) I need some funny in my life right now. Yeah. We all need funny in our life. Um, comedy, comedy, anime, um, to be exact. Uh, a lot of good stuff out there. A lot of anime can be considered comedy, cannot be considered comedy. Um, you know, like psychopaths, probably the least comedy anime ever, but, um, (laughs) berserk. Yeah, Berserk. Monster. Definitely not comedy. If you, if I you laughed find a your, lot at Berserk, to be fair. If you find yeah. your, I was about to say, if you find yourself <laughs> laughing at Berserk, you might want to see a mental physician. <laughs> Damn it, <Yeah>. Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did, actually. So maybe I need to see some of I'm that. sure there are comedic bits in in, uh, in Berserk. I mean, Were you well, I, laughing at the t- animation? No, <laughs> to be fair, I was laughing at stuff that's not supposed to be funny. Um uh. So, yeah, watching, well, yeah. You know what, though? I'm, I'm, I, I'm right there with you. I, I was telling Logan this, but uh, uh, during the part of ReZero, uh, when uh-huh. Beetlejuice is introduced, the 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 story had become so, I don't want to say mundane. It was clearly, if there was a point to it, you know, Subaru, it was, you know, meant to show that Subaru was going through, like, uh, like essentially his mind was being broken little by little. Uh, but I was so bored of it that when he came in, I laughed. Like everything he did made me laugh uproariously, and I'm like, "There's something wrong with me." <laughs> yeah. Well, there was there was some really odd, like, kind of like homoerotic, like undertones in Berserk between a couple of the characters. Um, <laughs> so, like the Yaoi fans out there, I don't know, maybe maybe you can back me up on that. At least I picked up on it. I, I think Gutson and his his friend there were were kind of into each other in a way, but. Um, yeah, no, I think the point is that like like there's there's comedy elements, not in every anime, but in a lot of them. I mean, just to break up little points of tension. Sometimes they fit, sometimes they don't. But you know, it doesn't make it a comedy anime. But you can still laugh at stuff that's not comedy. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna try to stick to the stuff that's like comedy. You know, it's one of the genres that it's included in. But um, obviously, we're not gonna cut. You know pick up on everything because there's so much comedy anime out there so this is really just some of the stuff that you know stood out to us some of our favorites but beforehand um i kind of just wanted to talk about comedy and anime in general as far as like is it for everybody because i remember when i first started getting into anime a lot of the comedy didn't land with me um and i'm wondering if i i feel like i adjusted either anime adjusted or i adjusted because now i i can laugh at anime probably more so than I laugh at most Western comedy. Um, but uh, what do you guys think as far as like 
do you think the comedy in anime is for everybody? Is there a barrier of entry? Um, uh, I, does it? I think that uh, that uh, oh, the the reason you and a lot of other people don't like immediately pick up on comedy from anime, and I, I think to some extent I was the same way, is that you know culturally we are very different places, uh, mm-hmm. and because of that, you kind of have to adapt to their sense of humor. Um, it like we're so used to. Uh, I don't know. Comedies from the from the West. Um, I think comedy from the West is just more kind of vulgar in general. Yeah. Uh, while yeah. Japanese comedy is more, uh, I don't want to say nuanced, but it has a. Well, it's I mean, just it, different. There, there. What do you call it? It's there are there are vulgar Japanese comedies, um, but like. I don't know. I can't. I can't imagine like a like a Beverly Hills Cop in anime form. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's the one that comes to mind for some reason. Yeah, or like a Tommy Boy. I can't imagine Tommy Boy. I, I love that comedy. I think it's hilarious. Love Tommy Boy. Yeah. But I I can't imagine it in anime form. And someone's gonna be like, oh, well, what about this one? It's it's gonna be yeah. pretty much like it. But I've never seen it. So. Uh, well, I haven't seen it and I want to. So if you know of an anime yeah. that's like Tommy Boy, please tell me because <laughs> I, I do love Tommy Boy. Yeah. So I, I, I think I enjoy... every cult. Go ahead. Um, every culture has like their own brand of comedy, um, like German comedy. I, I know I've seen German commercials that are supposed to be really funny and um, I don't find them funny at all. Uh, and I feel like it was a similar thing with anime at first for me. Um, I, I would sit down and I'd watch an anime and I'd find myself kind of like just raising my eyebrow at something that was supposed to be funny, you know, in the beginning. Um, so I don't know, like you said, you have to adapt, I guess you have to start to understand some of their cultural nuances and, uh, and anime can, I guess, become funny to you. Um, so that's kind of where I, where I come from the whole barrier of entry thing is, um, that's, I I don't know. That's the one thing I can say about fans, fan subs and fan translations is that really helped me understand those nuances because, and and manga companies nowadays, like I have a lot of manga on my shelf right now that do this, will do the thing that the fan subs used to do, where they they have like little asterisks mark by something that you're like you're like what the hell's that? And then like at the bottom of the page or like in the back, it'll tell you oh this meant this and this meant that. Um, and the like it was the fan subs and the fan uh, translated manga that really helped me understand why certain things were funny or why certain things were the way they were in, in anime. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I, I, owe, I owe a lot of my understanding to those guys and girls. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. There's a, those were always the best when you'd have, you had to pause the anime to read a paragraph about why this is funny yeah. and why you're supposed <laughs> to laugh at it. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I guess I have to ask the question then before we start getting into the different comedies the different types of comedy is do we like anime comedy as much as we like western comedy more so i think yeah i like i like both and i like both for different reasons i mean Mm -hmm. i can never imagine laughing at a japanese stand-up comedian as much as i laugh at american or english or you know western Mm stand-up comedians um yeah there's a different thing too, and we'll get into it with some of the anime we're going to talk about um, coming up here. But there's anime brings its own 
kind of flair to comedy is with the characters and in the expressions that they can make and uh you know their voices and stuff that you won't get from a stand-up comedian um so i think anime is even unique in its way from just japanese comedy i've never actually watched a japanese you know live action comedy oh you've never uh, no you you have to have seen and it, granted it was dubbed but have you ever seen takeshi's castle or most extreme illumination challenge no you've never oh, seen that yes oh yes, my god yes yes yes, yes. i have seen the extreme elimination one that is funny yeah that, is well, I mean, granted, that was a that was an american spin on it but the yeah. original is still pretty funny yeah well that was more just like watch these people do completely outrageous things and be hurt and injured <laughs> in like one of the craziest <laughs> ways you know watch this like i'm assuming you're talking about the show where they're like they're running on those big wheels and smashing their faces yeah, yeah. In before i they mean like a lot of the stuff. stuff was was like soft but yeah they got away with because i think that was like an 80s game show and they got away yeah. with a lot because those people look like some of them uh, there was the, the the most famous scene that that i saw was the the one where they, they had to run out into a mud field and then they shot a soccer ball up and they had to try and catch the soccer ball while running in this mud field. And the one girl, like she falls to her knees and her arms are wide open and the soccer ball, bam, hits her right in the face. And you don't, you know, you shouldn't laugh, but I couldn't help it. I, <laughs> I laugh so hard. Um, you know, you're actually reminding me now of a couple of things I have seen on YouTube and some of the Japanese pranks are just plain cruel. Like it, it ama- <laughs> you wouldn't be able to get away with doing that here. I, I'm assuming for law, you know, like legal reasons, but, um, I did see this one thing on YouTube. I remember of a, uh, it was a ski resort and these people had set up, uh, one of the toilets at the ski resort to when someone sat down on the toilet it would flip back and shoot them out into the snow no. like outside of the <laughs> yeah, building. That's right. <laughs> so that's, that's so <laughs> <laughs> But it's funny uh, and um it was hilarious. <laughs> but man oh man you you people would be getting sued left and right. Yeah, oh yeah, here. here in the states, yeah, absolutely. So, um so yeah, Japanese comedy. Uh I I think it, it's matter of opinion i like western comedy i like anime i like japanese comedy it's uh you know big big bang theory is is funny um family guy uh simpsons you know there's old school simpsons Simpsons, especially that that dry humor um so but let's get into anime comedy as far as like obviously there's there's varying types of comedy too and, and we're talking about whether it works in a broad term but i mean sometimes some comedy works for some people and some and that's no different than it is in uh, in the West as far as like uh, the type of comedy it is. So um, I was just going to run through real quick before we start and like different things we recommend from the different types of comedy um, and see if you guys have anything to add. Uh, I was thinking like romantic comedy. You know, we get a lot of that in the West. Get that in anime. Right. Yeah. Um, I know Logan's probably excited to talk about romantic comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, slapstick, I think, is probably the most common uh, type of comedy. It was um, it was a pretty common type in in Western comedy as well, like for mm-hmm. animation and for like we were talking about Tommy Boy. I mean, a lot of those '90s comedy movies, like the straight up comedy movies. I mean, you're you're talking Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, Dumb and Dumber, uh, Tommy Boy, Black Sheep. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them were slapstick comedies. So it, those, th- those share similarities, in my opinion. 
it's easy. It's it doesn't require any setup really. It's just it's kind of like dumb humor, but it's hilarious and it makes Oof. you laugh. So liar, liar, also a good one. Sorry, had to get that one out. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Um, the next one I listed here was pop culture comedy. Um, it's kind of like I, I almost consider like a lot of the political comedy, like Saturday Night Live stuff, like that. It's a referential kind comedy. Of like, yeah, you're, you're referencing pop culture. Uh, you know, Donald Trump impersonations, what what have you. Um, this is harder to talk about in terms i mean we, we see pop culture comedy in the west every day but um it's harder as far as anime because we, once again we go back to the whole cultural barrier um and i don't think a lot of this stuff gets watched much over here um because we don't really kind of keep up with japanese pop culture as much um what do you guys think yeah. about that um, um like so. what, what do you mean like uh it's 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 hard to keep up with it but like like i said for especially for one of the ones i'm going to talk about a little later um Mm -hmm. like i watched it first fan subbed so like yeah i had to read a bit into it but it was also kind of interesting like it was funny there were funny parts that like just about everybody could laugh at uh but then you know the more i started looking into the like the pop culture references and reading these you know like you said paragraphs of why stuff's funny it helped me understand future comedies which i thought was pretty cool so these pop culture ones really help you out with that definitely um yeah pop culture uh i you know it's also one of those things people might not really make anime a lot with pop culture references because it doesn't stand the test of time typically quite as well yeah yeah um, etchy comedy. I know we all love Yay. that. <laughs> My favorite. Um, I I think American Pie immediately when I think of Western comedy. That might be oh, similar yeah. to what An- anything. An um, might be. Anything National Lampoons, really. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, definitely. Uh, so yeah, etchy comedy. You know, the inappropriate. The the. Uh, I don't know. The, you know, I, I don't think I need to explain. What <laughs> European vacation. <laughs> Go, go watch the vacation <laughs> movies. If you've never seen them, I'm sorry for you. Oh, God. Yes. Chevy Chase at uh, his best. Definitely. Um, and family-friendly comedy, child-friendly comedy. Not exactly uh, the most exciting, but, you know, we get plenty. We get plenty of this in, in you know, Disney does this really well. Uh, you know, Pixar, the animated movies, they have to inject a lot of comedy in their stuff, too. Um, I couldn't think of too many anime that had this but it might just be because I don't watch it. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. Is cheese sweet home a comedy. I've never watched it, but eh. never yeah. seen it. Yeah. So, um, then there's satire, uh, pretty popular self deprecating. Um, see, I think that, that this genre is a little bit more popular in the West than it is in Japan, but we do have a couple shows for that. Yeah. Um, then there's like a slice of life, uh, it, these shows might not necessarily be pure comedy shows. Um, sometimes they are, sometimes they're not. But, um, you know, a lot of the time they're driven by their comedy. So uh, I can't think of any slice of life. I guess, like I, I mentioned, um, Big Bang Theory, I guess that would be equivalent to a slice of life comedy. There's a, yeah, like the sitcoms. Like, oh, you know, uh, <laughs> I don't want to say it like this because, like, their slice of life and ours is diff- like way, way different. Like, oh, like, big time different. If you yeah. want to call Big Bang Theory, then, like, the original would be, um, well, Friends. actually, the original would be The Honeymooners <laughs> or mm. or um, I Love Lucy. But I was thinking more like um, 
Seinfeld or Friends, yeah. Oh yeah, Seinfeld. That's true. Yep. Wow. Frasier. I went super old with that. The Honeymooners, really? How old am I? Holy shit! <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't think I watched that one, man. And I'm older than you. What's happening here? I'll start your did, grave. You, did you pass me at some point? <laughs> I was raised by my grandparents. Shut up. Yeah. No, I, I uh, yeah, old Nick at right. night and stuff. Yeah, that that does up. come up right away. Um, and then the last one we listed was shorts, which is kind of all kinds of comedy, but we wanted to put that separate anyway. So we'll get into those later. But uh, let's go back up to the top um, and start with some of our favorite romantic comedies. Uh, Logan, I'm going to let you kick us off here, man. This yeah. is your category. Yeah. Uh, so the first one that I put down on here uh, is not necessarily, you know, driven by romance or comedy. I think it's more of a drama, but um, I found the comedy in this show to be very, very funny. And that show is Clonade. Um <laughs> And this actually might fall more under <laughs> probably slapstick, but you know, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. It's a lot of just like kind of like dry uh, humor instigated by the, the main character on all these other uh, characters in the show. Like uh, in the big like target of uh, Tomoya's uh, pranks, or whatever is his best friend, Sunahara. And they always end up with him either getting just beat up or ridiculed in some way. Um, I found All right, it- Logan, Logan, I'm going to stop you right here, man, because okay. this is just a cruel joke. You're going to make people watch Clonad expecting funny, I and know. then you're going to rip their soul out <laughs> yes. and, and crush it. That was the plan. <laughs> you ruined it. <laughs> I can't allow you to do this, Logan. It's so good, though. But uh, I was going to say, the, the comedy in the show is a very good balance for the more um, serious and kind of uh, sad tones that the uh, the rest of the show has so i i really appreciated the comedy in the show um because it gave it, it didn't you know it allowed you to come up from those those lows and uh, mm-hmm. get a good laugh every now and then so that's why yeah, i put it that's, on there i think there's that's an important thing too to note is that um it's probably not known as a comedy but a lot of these shows that have very very heavy uh plots um that some really awful stuff happens or some very sad things happen. You need the comedy in there to kind of offset it. Um, mm-hmm. So people don't want to kill themselves after they watch Sometimes it. <laughs> people like, sometimes it could be a little jarring for people though. Cause I, and it wasn't for me. I actually enjoyed the show, but a lot of people didn't like um, your line April for that reason. They said mm-hmm. that the, the comedy yeah. was, yeah. was far too jarring. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know, to each their own, I suppose. Exactly. Well, that, <laughs> That show did have one moment in the end that immediately comes to mind that seemed out of place, but uh, but overall, I, I didn't bother me. Um, so yeah, um, what do you got next? I, I I don't know. I don't really. <laughs> the the next one is uh, the devil is a part timer, which is a uh, it's it's a pure comedy with some romantic elements. So I threw it on here. It's uh it's about a devil who gets trapped in the human world. And has to start working part time at a McDonald's. Um, <laughs> Damn you, anime! <laughs> and uh, it's 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 really funny. It's probably one of the funniest <laughs> shows I've ever watched. Um, That's awesome because it's just it's super ridiculous. All the stuff that they you know do in this human world, um, mm-hmm. and there's you know. The hero, Amelia, comes against Trapped in the World as well. Uh, Lucifer, um, you know, and then 
Mao, the main character, his like servant, Ush, or I can't remember his name now off the top of my head, but yeah, it, it's funny. It's like just seeing like these all powerful beings just reduced to part time employees. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's really, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. It it's definitely just listening to you talk about it made me think of Disgaea, like all powerful beings being put in like these silly situations. Disgaea is not one that we listed here. Um, well, it's a, to talk it's about, a video game. It is a video. I know it's got an anime counterpart that's not really. I don't think it's very popular, but uh, yeah, it is a video game. It's it's similar as far as like you have had these powerful demigods who are, you know, putting these silly slapstick situations. Ooh, slapstick. Yeah. Poor Shadow. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, <laughs> uh, next one. Uh, I put this one up. This is uh, Ori Monogatari or My Love Story. Uh, it's. I, I first thought that it was going to be maybe a little more dramatic. Uh, yeah, I know. Just look at like Taco the the uh, Takeo, the main character's face, and yeah, it's a it's a comedy. He's got like these ridiculous like duck lips, uh, and uh, but. Um, the whole the whole show is like there are some dramatic parts, but most of it is like let's see what Takeo can get into because he's giant and people have misconceptions about him. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then it, go ahead. I'm just I'm glad you put this one down because this show made me laugh a lot and I totally forgot about it. Um, so yeah, definitely <laughs> a good one. <laughs> yeah, a, a lot of the a lot of the the comedy. It, it's not like you're probably not going to laugh like a lot. Like you're, you're not going to like be on the floor laughing, but you'll get a good chuckle out of it. And the, the rest of it, it's just kind of heartwarming. So, I mean, you get, yeah. you get, you get instead of like, cause with most rom- romantic comedies, it's like, all right, here's a little comedy. Now we're going to break you with this one. It's <laughs> like, here's, here's some comedy and here's some awe. So there you go. If you've never seen it, go check it out. It's hilarious. Uh, it's, I think it's like 24 episodes. Yeah, this show has no drama, like, at all. Like, they, they start it, to make you think there's going to be some drama. Little, yeah. And it, it, it kind of, I don't know, like, I, I kept watching the show, and I'm thinking, like, oh, God, here it comes, here it comes. Because, like, are you kidding? Like, an anime romance that doesn't have, like, boatloads of drama in it? And this show just never goes there. Um, it, it keeps making you think it will and fooling you, but it doesn't. And it really is funny. <laughs> Pulls the rug out from <laughs> under you. <laughs> right, exactly. Cool. Yeah. Um, my love story was a good one. Um, I put the next one. I think we've all watched in monthly girls. Nozaki kun. Oh yeah. Uh, this is interesting to put under romantic comedy because the romance is, is kind of there and it drives the story in a way. But, uh, this is, this is uh, just the funny, the characters in this show are just hilarious in their interactions. <laughs> um, I, yeah, go go ahead, guys. Just <laughs> <laughs> like all the all the, the hijinks that they get up to for the sake of Nozaki's manga, every single like scenario is hilarious. Like I, when I think of the show, I think of the the tandem bike, um, <laughs> that they ride as reference because yeah. you can't ride the back of a bike in Japan or whatever because it's illegal now. Um, yeah, it's just tons of funny stuff. The characters are all great. They play off each other well. Yeah, it's it's definitely another one like like my love story where instead of like you know we're gonna break you, it's no you're gonna laugh. Like most of it's you're gonna laugh. 
And you're going to really, really hope that the romance plays out, but in the back of your mind, you know. <laughs> Come on. I'm not spoiling anything. You fucking know. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'm with you. Yeah, and all the characters just have great personalities in the show, and they really play off each other very, very well. So, um, And I would ship Makoto and Chio, by the way. Not uh, uh, How dare Ozaki. you? <laughs> I can't believe you. <laughs> Sacrilegious. So yeah, just yeah. A lot of people, a lot of people like that one. It, it's it's uh, that's a popular uh, ship on Pixiv, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but Ooh. yeah, I I mean, I just I didn't care either way. I thought I thought it was a great four episodes. I wish there was more of it. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, this show, you know, you, you've got to kind of you've got to kind of try to ship people in this show because it, it's 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 a comedy. This is a pure comedy. Um, at least as far as I'm concerned, I didn't see, I didn't feel too much romantic tension in the show. There, but there, I, I feel like there was like between a bunch of the characters, like there was, uh, the theater group, the, those two, there was definitely kind of, you know, some romantic tension between those two. They uh, never allowed it to linger long though. They always would throw some punchline in there, you know, within moments of having that moment that made you think like, Oh, like I want that. I want to see them together. Yeah, um, true, true. But I, I, you know, I think it's still there. There's also the, uh, the Glee Club chick, and yeah, that was the, my favorite the one. The, yeah, those were my favorite. Was was Lorelai and uh, and the I forget What's what the guy's name? name was. Yeah, um, that was the the girl who who looked like the guy who played the male roles, and all the girls was in love no, with. Her. No, that, no, that's the theater. Person. Oh, okay. This is the. Uh, like the, the chick with like the super bad attitude, like the total punk. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. But she has the voice of an angel. And then this one guy gets like, you know, she keeps picking on him or whatever, or unintentionally, you know, ruining stuff for him. And then he, but he like doesn't know. Who he, I, he idolizes is. her voice. Yeah, exactly. It <laughs> doesn't realize it's her. Um, it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah, uh, definitely. If you're looking for a good comedy, um, I, this is one of my favorites. Uh, Monthly Girls Nozaki Koner, Gekkan Shoujo Nozaki Kun, like that. All right, <laughs> next one. <laughs> uh, this last one for the romantic comedy uh, section is a show that's airing this season that I'm really enjoying. It's uh, Masamune Kun's Revenge, and it's pretty much it's a in quotes, a revenge story as he tries to get revenge on this girl that uh, shot him down in his childhood. Um, but it's, I find it really funny that he obviously has zero idea of what he's actually trying to do. And all of his like knowledge of romance and stuff and trying to woo this girl comes from shoujo manga. And so <laughs> everything that he does is like super over the top and ham-fisted and usually backfires on him so i don't know it's fun it's cute yeah um, uh i i actually what do you call it i i agree i i think the the comedy in this show hits really well um i think it's like for me actually this show is kind of a tragedy because yeah. he, he has so many opportunities it's true yeah uh, he could have had so many good high school lives yeah and, and he's just kind of a douchebag about it but like <laughs> just because of that like it, it never bothers me i actually enjoy douchebag characters because i think that there are far there are there are far too many of the 
oh god, no, I could never look at a naked woman character. So I, I enjoy when characters are more like, especially when they're trying to portray teenage males, like a flicking teenage male. <laughs> I, I I don't know about you guys, but I was when I was that age, I I would have taken a lot of those opportunities. Yeah, I would have as well. Definitely. Cool. No, I like that. <laughs> um, let's move on from romantic comedy into the slapstick genre. Um, I think slapstick probably. I think every every show, except for you know maybe Psychopaths, has uh, slapstick comedy. Um, there's a lot more shows out there. I don't know why Psychopaths keeps coming to mind. Um, <laughs> I, I first, the first thing that came to mind for me was Squid Girl, um, Ikamusume. Uh, people who have seen this show, um, I think I've heard differing opinions on Squid Girl. And to me, you've got to watch this show in Japanese. Uh, the voice actress for Squid Girl and her reactions to everything is what makes this show hilarious. Uh, she, she does a phenomenal job and, um, there's all kind of just silly situations she's put in uh, squid girl wants to, she basically comes from the ocean and runs into this little like restaurant that's on the beach. And she originally wants to take over the world. She wants to destroy humankind because, um, or subjugate them because of their polluting the ocean. And, uh, she, uh, kind of gets deterred from that 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 mission pretty quickly and just hanging out with uh, the characters the family that owns this this little restaurant on the beach and uh it's it's hilarious it really is uh and it's it's there's a lot of episodes too and there's just there's a few seasons so um i've never yeah, seen the uh i've never seen the sub I, I think i saw it on netflix uh when i first discovered that netflix had anime and mm-hmm. i i wasn't a fan of the dub uh, because yeah. there's a lot of really bad puns, just terrible, you gotta be terrible puns. Me. Yeah. Oh my God. That was the worst one. That was the one that was like, all right, well, I'm done. Click. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would definitely recommend giving it cause I tried to watch the dub. Um, I was trying to introduce the show to someone else and, you know, thinking, okay, you know, dub makes more sense for someone who's not really into anime. Um, it lost all of its humor. Like I, I watched two episodes and didn't laugh a single time, which was unheard of, um, in the sub. So, uh, it, it's definitely, you've got to watch the show with the sub in my opinion. So it's good girl. Okay. So <laughs> that's where my fantasy team name comes from, by the way. <laughs> I, uh, I put this next one up and it's one that a lot of people will, I think agree with. Uh, Nijicho is like the, ultimate it's the funniest show anime slapstick i mean every scene is just this mishmash of ridiculous slapstick comedy um there's so many characters and so many different storylines and what's great about it is that while they're all they're all seemingly random and for the most part some of them are uh they like it all comes together like characters like the it all the characters kind of start out in their own little world at the beginning but then like a lot of them run into each other, like um, uh, the little girl professor Hakase and Nano eventually become friends with uh, uh, with the the other girls, the um, like uh, Aoi and and Mio, um, uh, and then Mio has run-ins with Sasahara Kun and and the the Gundari girl. <laughs> I can't remember what the, <laughs> her name. Was. The girl who's who's like so Sudere, she brings like missile launchers to school. <laughs> um, however that works in Japan. 
but yeah, like every every little bit of this show is slapstick comedy. I mean, there even even the the how do you say it? The in between scenes, like they have these little these little ridiculous in between scenes, like uh, Hakase and Nano uh, do rock paper scissors, um, and like sometimes like there's this one time where where uh, nano actually wins the rock paper scissors and then her hand launches up into the air and it becomes like the losing hand or uh or there's like <laughs> there's like a jump roping scene where it shows how inept all the characters are at jump roping uh it's just it's great it's a fantastic show for slapstick comedy if you like slapstick comedy you'll never laugh harder i can't recommend it yeah. enough i've only seen clips on youtube and stuff and I've, I haven't laughed that hard. If, show ever. if you're looking, if you're looking for, uh, like to get into the show, but you're not really certain and you don't want to invest the time, look up the clip, either the, the rainy day clip, uh, or oh my God, that's so good. Yeah. The rainy day clip or the dog clip, the clip where Hakase and Sakamoto are confronted by dogs. Those two are some of the funniest scenes I've ever seen in anime. The principal yeah. with the deer is also really oh, good. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. And and the principal wrestling the deer. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah. The, this is the very definition of a great slapstick, because I'm the same as Logan. I haven't watched this show, um, except for some clips on YouTube, and it, it they, they get you laughing really hard. So um, Nichijo is, is, I think, your perfect slapstick comedy. Yeah, it, it, it is... <laughs> Uh, I probably should have put this at the end because it's it's the ultimate slapstick comedy. Uh, there's there's yeah there's there's tiny bits of other elements in the show. There there is romance between Gundary Girl and and um, I said his name and now I can't remember it. The the goat riding dude. Um, uh, <laughs> the goat. Yeah yeah he he rides a goat to school. <laughs> it, it's I thought. it's pretty funny. There's a romance between the Gundary girl and her rocket launcher as well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Just joke. But yeah, yes. it's that. It, other than that, there's there's nothing but slapstick comedy. So you'll you'll enjoy that. Cool. Uh, the next one I didn't really plan this out very well. Uh, is also mine. <laughs> uh, there are two shows by Rumiko Takahashi that are really great for slapstick comedy, and those are uh, Udasa Yatsura. And Ronmo and Half, uh, these are very dated for some of our younger anime f- listeners. Me. Yeah. Uh, Udase Yatsura <laughs> came out well before I was born. Uh, I want to say 79. And Ronmo and Half, I think the anime started around the time I was born. Uh, 87, somewhere like late 80s. Um, they are are romance elements especially in ranma because ranma is about a boy who and a a boy who who turns into a girl um whenever he's hit with cold water because he's been cursed uh and his uh many fiancés because his dad's a scumbag and engaged him to a lot of people when he was young um well now specifically two people but he he does end up with other female fans and male fans in his female form um but yeah like even though there's romance elements a lot of the comedy is just ridiculous slapstick because that in that one specifically there are martial arts like ranma is a martial artist and there are martial artists or there are martial arts tournaments 
for everything. I think I've said this on the show, like uh, tea ceremony. There's martial arts tea ceremony, food eating, uh, or no, fine dining, um, rhythmic, uh, rhythmic gymnastics. Ugh, that's hard to say. Um, there are all these ridiculous martial arts tournaments that he has to get into. Uh, and with along with a lot of that comes, you know, that great, ridiculous comedy. Uh, Udasa Yatsura is different in that uh, it involves a, a scumbag, just a dirtbag protagonist. This guy is like a, a womanizer. All he ever does is chase women. And the women that he has, he doesn't want. Like, he does want, like, one of them. But, like, he'll even leave her for other girls that he thinks are more attractive. He's just the worst. Wow. Uh, but he's, <laughs> but that's, like, the that's the funny part of it, is that he's such a scumbag. Um, oh, uh, what do you call it? The, this alien girl, Lum, comes down to Earth, and uh, the, the, the her alien race is like, we're going to destroy Earth. Unless this kid, uh, Ataru, the main character, uh, can beat Lum in some competition. I can't remember what it is. If I remember correctly, though, the ver- like he has to he has to do something, but he ends up like taking off her top and then he wins. But because he wins now, like by the rules of, of their planet, he's engaged to Lum and Lum drives him crazy because she's got, she can fly. She's got super strength and she's got lightning powers, which she uses on him all the time. So he wants nothing to do. He doesn't want to be married. He just wants to chase girls. Uh, so a lot of the comedy and the slapstick bits of it are him getting zapped by Lum or, him getting beat up by, you know, girls who are disgusted by him. And he's like, he, like everyone in the world thinks he's like the scum of the earth. Um, <laughs> it's, that's like, based on that description, it doesn't sound like a great show, but it really is. It's, it's super funny. It's got a lot of seasons. <laughs> if you can find it anywhere, I'd recommend watching it. Uh, you're not going to find it anywhere legally. So, but it's a shame. Yeah, it, yeah. it really is. It's it, a real it's, shame. It's a shame that this one, I, the licensors, like, I think it's like Anime Ego. I, I think they're out of business. I don't think they're around anymore. Um, so someone yeah. please pick that up because it's it's a great old comedy. As a matter of fact, that was the comedy that, like, a lot of other comedies are based off of. Like, To Love Rue is a lot like Udisei Yatsura. Like, a lot, a lot like Udisei Yatsura. Just better animation because it's way later and more cohesive storyline. Yeah. Speaking of two lover. Yeah. Oh, hey, did I say? Oh, okay. Good segue. Ah, hey. Okay. Well, uh, have neither of you guys watched two lover either? No. All right. Well, I'm in the middle. No, man. Okay. I've, I've only read the manga. I'm in the middle of watching the anime for review foreshadowing. Um, but the very first season is a lot like the very first series. Uh, the first series of the manga, To Love Rue, was a lot of slapstick comedy. Um, again, uh, Lala comes down from, from space. She's a Devaluke from Planet Devaluke. Uh, and she essentially lands in Yuki Rito's bath, because of course she does. Um, <laughs> and through a series of events, she becomes engaged. Oh, Rito accidentally becomes engaged to, to Lala. Um because of their customs. Uh, essentially, all he had to do... Um, she lands in the bathtub, and the way she lands in the bathtub, uh, she lands with her breasts in his hands. And <laughs> then, because he accidentally confesses to her instead of the girl he actually likes, now they're engaged. So, Why can't this happen to me? 
because you're not a, a dithering anime or harem protagonist. Uh, I guess I should be happy about that. Yeah. yeah work on your work on your dithering. <laughs> okay. But uh, the first season is yeah, it's etchy, but oh boy, is etchy like like when you see between the first series in the manga and the last series, completely different. Like they just kind of threw their hands up and didn't give a shit anymore when it came to Two Lover of Darkness and and keeping things PG-13. <clears throat> so yeah, uh, Two Love Root, uh, the original, in the first season, are PG-13. Yeah, you're going to see some like side boob and <clears throat> some... Yeah, you actually do see some naked breasts, but they always obscure it with fog. Um, but there's a lot more like... Uh, in this ep- last episode I watched, like Lala decides that she has to be able to cook for Rito, so... She she's an inventor. She invents all these ridiculous gadgets, and she can never figure out how to turn them off. Well, she invents this like this like refrigeration unit that holds like a ridiculous amount of stuff, and she puts all these like giant sea creatures in there, and they didn't freeze like they were supposed to freeze, so they thaw out and come back to life and take over the school. So you have a giant octopus, a giant squid, and a giant crab, and a giant I think like a slug thing. And I'll let your mind go where it will with the giant uh, octopus and the giant squid because you know what they were doing with the with the female <laughs> characters. Um, oh boy, is this a hentai now? No, unfortunately not. I, there, you could find Dojin, <laughs> so. Uh, but, but yeah, the the the, uh, the the first season had like a lot of the comedy comes from Lala and her uh, her inventions, whereas later on. We get more into Rito's. Uh, what is it called? Because uh, he's one of the, the the protagonists that. Oops! I fell and grabbed a boob. Oops! I fell and my face is you know in your crotch like that kind of protagonist. But they yeah, right. they go further with that, uh, and they call it the the like he's he's cursed or something with the uh, uh, I think it's called the spiral of depravity, where he can't he can't help but be in those situations. So it's like the first harem I've ever seen where they explain it. Uh, and we'll, we'll get more into darkness later. I put that in a different category, but let's let's move on. Yeah, uh, darkness. This this one I, I think of more for darkness and less for comedy, but it's definitely had some hilarious uh, moments. Go, uh, I'll let you take this one away, Logan. Okay. Yeah, the next one is very similar to uh, Clannad in that it's not necessarily okay. Well, it's straight up not a kind of happy show. It's very very deep and very uh kind of sad in its angel beats um i just wanted to throw this on here because the humor in the show is absolutely fantastic um never have i watched a show that has gone from having me you know like rolling on the floor laughing to crying one minute later um, <laughs> but uh angel beats it's just it's very slapstick you know it's a lot of like <laughs> there, there's one scene where they're in this like kind of like dungeon maze thing and they're trying to get to this central room and yeah. uh, they're like hanging over this abyss and they're like <laughs> having people climb up to this thing from you know the bottom person goes up to the top and climbing over other people and one of the guys cops a feel on one of the girls and then you just hear him screaming and see him falling down <laughs> and it's just like <laughs> oh whoops huh a noble sacrifice or something like that but yeah no it's really good um i um I feel like TK is the most 
uh, remember yeah. the one that I remember the most, uh, where he just spouts the random English like words every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, um, and I, I, he crazy as moves. Yeah, he was the one that I remember from that dungeon, that like gauntlet that they had to go through to get to the weapons factory underground, um, where he's like holding up the, uh, he's holding something up and, and protecting. I mean, the, that guy's just, just totally random and, and totally funny. But yeah, yeah, um, uh, yeah, really good comedy, really good story. Just, just yeah, again Angel to Beach. reiterate, if if you're looking for slapstick comedy, this is not justice. This one's not just slapstick so don't yeah, go in thinking that it's, yeah there's there is some yeah. heavy drama in that and if you're not down for that if you're here just to be to find comedy recommendations maybe look elsewhere but i mean also watch i'd say watch angel beach but if you're not into heavy drama maybe steer uh, clear definitely watch angel beats but yeah not if you're just looking for something like the next one which um is purely a comedy and uh umaru chan <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah purely comedy um, a lot of people uh how do i say this if you if you have a problem suspending disbelief to an extreme uh-huh. you don't don't bother i don't want to hear i mean not that i don't want to hear your criticism go ahead go, yeah. go for it like everybody's entitled to their <laughs> opinion no matter how wrong they are uh but <laughs> but if you can't see a comedy and just laugh stuff off yeah, you're not going to like this one. Uh, because well, the main controversy with Imarochan is the fact that her her form physically changes yeah. when she enters her her dwelling. She becomes <laughs> a completely di- like she is completely different, and people like will come in and not recognize her for what she is or for who she is. Yeah, right. Um, like she becomes this little like chibi gremlin thing yeah. when she's sitting around at at home and being. <laughs> her lazy self and Umaro is the perfect girl outside of her home. Mm-hmm. Um, so she had the thing that people can't seem to get past is this physical transformation that she undertakes when she walks into her house. Um, but just, yeah, I, I would have to say if, if yeah, I don't even know, like if, if that bothers you, then this is, you know, why are you listening to a comedy podcast? <laughs> <laughs> right. You mean, Get a sense of humor, I guess. Again, it it all comes down to your personal taste, and if you can't if you can't deal with it, that's fine. But like, I, that's why that's why I I say if if you can't suspend your disbelief to an extreme, then you won't like this. It's just it's. I'm not saying yeah. you're wrong. I'm not saying you have bad taste in anime. I'm saying if you can't do that, then steer clear of this one because. Yeah. The, uh, but I'm just telling you that the you're gonna you're missing out on some great comedy. Oh yeah. <laughs> Like yeah. honestly, I wasn't a big fan of her whole transformation. Um, I think the show may have been funnier with her just in her normal form. But then, like you know, Jeff was saying, uh, some of the comedy inside of the room where people don't really recognize who she actually is um, <laughs> wouldn't be there. So yeah, it's you know, it's a give and take. That's true. Yeah, um, she's so different that people physically don't recognize her. Then no one makes a comment about the fact that she's this little chibi gremlin either. So yeah. Um, you know, it's like they totally, it, it's funny. Yeah, yeah um, I would like to see things from the perspective of, like, another character. It, <laughs> I, I will admit that it, it might it might have been more interesting if what they did was made it so that people just couldn't imagine her outside of, outside of being, like, <laughs> of this perfect being. Like, so yeah. she still physically looked kind of the same, but, like, maybe just, like, darken up the undersides of her, her eyes to give her that, you know, you know, I've been awake all night otaku look. Um, uh, 
and all put that some stuff. like crumbs on her face because yeah. she's always snacking yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, and, like, and like just make it so that people people have such a perfect image of Umaru in their mind. Yeah, Umaru in their mind that mm-hmm. they could not imagine her being this way. But even <laughs> then, like I I can't yeah. knock it too much because I I laughed a lot with the show. Yeah. I loved no, it's, it's it. I loved show. it. Uh, especially for every... the other show, for the other characters. I mean, I think yeah. the other characters Ebina. made it. Mm-hmm. Ebina and uh, Tachibana. And uh, Tachibana. Oh, okay. That's yeah. that's best girl right there. <laughs> and and even the brother. Like I, I actually really yeah. enjoyed the male protect. Like this, he played the straight man. And normally the straight man's yeah. like kind of throwaway character. It could be just about anybody so long as they they react funnily, funnily. How to say that? Nice. Funnily. Humorously. Humorously. Thank you. Funnily. Funnily. New word. Word of the word of the yeah, cast. Alternate totally. alternate words. Um, if they, if they react humorously to you know the the crazy characters BS, but I think he he was a good straight man character. Oh yeah, Umaru. Um, recommend it, uh, Desuwa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so to move from crazy Umaru uh, hamster hood to the next one, which I haven't watched, so I can't oh, think of a segue. I'm sorry, I thought you, I thought you were segueing because you, <laughs> you've seen it. <laughs> okay, so the next one is uh, this art club has a problem. Uh, it's it's um the the com it's it's real episodic. Like nothing really happens. Uh, like little bits. There's little bits of romance, but for the most part, it deals with uh uh. Like one character is like unrequited love for another. Um, I don't know. I don't know how to put this. Like one character. Yeah. Go ahead. The, the main the main girl loves this other guy in her art club, but the guy only loves two D girls. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. And that's all uh, he ever. That's Uchimaki. I, I, yeah, I was Uchimaki. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and the, the the girl's name is Usami, and she always wears like a little bunny uh, hairpin because of her name is has rabbit in it um yeah no the the there's a lot of like i don't know how to say it like silly little little bits and like uh like for example there's the the there's one episode where they're they're on a treasure hunt uh logan will remember this one like there's one episode where they're on a treasure hunt and and they go through this whole thing uh where i guess the the previous uh club president had left like a treasure map and they're looking all over the place and they finally find it and it's porno max. Yeah. And you're thinking, all right, well that's the end of that. Well, it actually carries over into like the next episode. And that's what I like about like this slapstick comedy is that a lot of the stuff like carries over, like even though it's episodic, like you'll still see, um, hints of previous episodes. Uh, like in the next episode, the, uh, they're trying to get rid of these porno mags and, one of the younger members of the the club, I think. Well, by younger, I mean like a year younger. Yeah. Colette, she uh, they're they're trying to keep the magazines away from her because yeah. you know her innocent eyes or whatever. Um, or like you know, like again, going back to to comedy carrying over. Like there's one there's one episode where Colette decides to paint one of the sculpted busts in the in the <laughs> in the art club room. And you'll constantly see that sculpted bus with its ridiculous painted, like she paints the the skin brown and the hair black, and then she draws, uh, I think, 
uh, the character for meat on his forehead. Um, <laughs> so you'll, you'll constantly see that, that, uh, that ridiculous bust uh, later in the show. Um, and for some odd reason, or like for some odd reason, Usami always paints apples. Like everything she yeah. paints has apples in it. Um, just little things like that. And the, and the, uh, much like romantic comedies, like the romantic tension will always be broken up by, Oh, look, Uchimaki, like, uh, Uchimaki's drawing or painting, uh, Usami and Usami's real excited because, you know, she thinks, Oh, he's going to do a real good job. And I hope he, he, you know, sees me for as a love interest or whatever. Uh, and then like, he, she gets to see the painting and it's, it's not like her at all. As a matter of fact, it's one of his quote unquote waifus. Uh, and then you get this, this moment of like her being mad at him. And I don't know. It, it's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's real cute slapstick comedy. So if you're in, if you're into that kind of stuff, like the cuter side of, of slapstick, uh, give this art club has a problem a try. The cuter side of slapstick. I like it. Yeah. This next one Sounds is like not the cuter side of slapstick. <laughs> <laughs> it's got some of the cutest characters, like, you know, for, that we've seen in a while. <laughs> mm. Nah, Saya. Saya was good, but I, I wasn't a big fan of uh, What's Her Face. Hotudu? I loved Hotudu. Yeah, I liked Hotudu. them both. I thought yeah. they were both great. I thought they were adorable. We should probably yeah, introduce the just... show. <laughs> nah. <laughs> That's it. I, the, the cuter side of slapstick? <laughs> the, the gashi kashi i'm just gonna say it guys thank you oh man why did you want to do something look and cut it out no no <laughs> it's over the podcast is over <laughs> we're done All here right. uh, episode 25 is over now <laughs> didn't even make it the pop culture Let's just okay, yeah. Goddamn it. <laughs> <laughs> Gashi Kashi, go. Uh, all right, who wrote this one? And was it me? It was me. All right, anyway, it was you. Um, this was your show, I, man. I put, you have like an awesome review in, on the website for this one too. I put this one in in slapstick. It really could have gone in etchy as well. Uh, mm-hmm. It's an anime about uh, uh, a guy who runs. Uh, I think his name is Konatsu. Yeah. Uh, cool. Co- Kokonatsu? Kokonatsu. Ah, I forgot his name was that stupid. Um, Kokonatsu. Yeah, he he runs a a Degashi store, a snack shop, uh, along with his dad. And one day, uh, Hotaru, a heiress to a snack fortune, question mark, uh, shows up and wants his dad, uh, Kokonatsu's dad, to, to come and be an advisor for their snack factory or whatever the hell. And she's really into snacks, like knows all the ridiculous Japanese snacks there are. Um, but the dad's yeah, like, she's no. a very eclectic personality. Yeah. <laughs> the dad's like, no, I can't leave because my son doesn't want to take over the shop. You know, I guess the son wants to be a manga artist. Uh, so she's like, all right, well, if I can get the, I could get Kokonatsu to, to uh, agree to take over the shop, then you'll come in and, that's right when the plot stops. They stop giving a crap about that almost <laughs> immediately. Like, there's one other thing in the swimming pool episode, but that's it. Uh, the rest of the show is Kokonatsu, or, or I'm sorry, Hotaru trying to convince Kokonatsu how amazing um, Japanese snacks are. 
and this takes the form of getting drunk off a of fake beer, uh, having a a competition where you uh, tie the person's uh, hands behind their back, blindfold them, and have them eat a snack that looks similar. Oh, I'll just say it looks phallic. There you go. Look up that go. word. Uh, don't look up that word <laughs> if you don't want to. <laughs> it looks phallic. Uh, a lot of really etchy ridiculousness. And then the other side of it is Saya's into Kokonatsu. She, she also wants him to stay and be a Dagashi, the, the Dagashi manager, because she's into him. So she wants him to stay in their small town. Um, and her helping yeah. kind of Hotoru out and being jealous of Hotoru's um, bustiness. Mm-hmm. Extreme bustiness. Oh, and the brother. The brother's great because he's an asshole. Uh, the, the brother is <laughs> like, uh, what's Saya's brother? I, I can't remember. Toe. There you go. Uh, he, <laughs> the, the one uh, scene that comes to mind, like everything they do has to do with snacks. So like that might get real old to some people, but there's like, I guess, uh, you know, the, the like sticky hand things that you guys ever play with those as kids. Yes. Yeah. That you get yeah. in the gumball machine. There, there's a, there's the one, uh, episode where he's got one of those and he uses it to flip his sister's skirt up for, mm-hmm. for a coconut And like the look on Saya's face is like one of the most adorable things. Uh, but yeah, like the, there's yeah. a lot of slapstick comedy between Toe and Saya cause she's always beating him up. Uh, yeah. Anything else? Yeah. No, I think it's that just covers ridiculous. it. <laughs> it. It is. Yeah. It really. No, it, there are scenes yeah. of, of like of candy as people. Do you guys remember those? <laughs> like, like where no. you don't remember those? No, those scenes are so ridiculous. Like they stick in my mind. Like the 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 the. I guess there's one candy. It's like a lifesaver, right? And what I guess what Japanese kids do is they put it in their mouth and they use it to whistle. Um. And there was a whole scene about that candy, like being depressed because it didn't have any like talent or whatever. And another candy, like teaching it that it could whistle. Oh, it was the stupidest (laughs) thing I'd ever seen, but I still laughed. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe you guys don't remember that. Like it sticks in my mind with that anime. Yeah. Weren't they like on like the the side of a riverbed? Yeah. Yeah. And he's all depressed and like. (laughs) <laughs> They're in like the super old school Japanese uni- like like schoolboy uniforms, uh, like the stuff yes, you you I see remember. in. Uh, wow, that's depressing to me now. Damn it! I just saw Graveyard of Fireflies. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no! Not in this podcast. <laughs> not anywhere in this podcast. Please. Okay, now we're really done. We <laughs> All right, next next anime. Next, next anime, anime, please. <laughs> uh, this is bad. <laughs> uh, I, you put down the next one, but I'll go. Yeah, ahead please it. do. Um, next one is one from this season um, as well, and that is Miss Kobayashi's ding, 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 Dragon ding. Maid, um, which is a very cute, funny uh, show about a number of dragons who end up living in the human world, and Kobayashi takes in a couple. Uh, Kobayashi's friend takes in one. Um, <laughs> some poor kid accidentally summons uh another dragon and thinks she's a succubus um i believe it but yeah it's it's a fun show it's really funny um just seeing the antics that uh toru the uh the main dragon girl gets up to as she tries to impress kobayashi and earn her affection it's pretty good there there are like little bits too like 
um, even even like the side scenes, like uh, I'm not sure if you remember, but there's a, the one where uh, it shows Toru, she's flipping through channels trying to learn the human world. And, and one of the running jokes is Toru wants Kobayashi to eat her tail. To eat her tail. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. because... I wonder if I stew it. Yeah, and, and she's yeah. watching that. But the one that got me was like she flips the channel and it's like um, it's one of those Japanese like talk show things where um, I, I, I don't know what the deal is. It's kind of side note. What's the deal with the the uh, the anime talk shows where there's like a big thing on screen and there's like a little tiny sub screen showing like the host's reaction? Like, is yeah. do, do they want to see the people's reaction? I don't know. Anyway, um, I, yeah, I think it's like you know YouTubers react. People want to see what the original famous people think. Yeah. Of whatever they're watching but anyway yeah that seems common in the japanese just in tv they always seem to have that i think they um, call them variety shows yeah something like that yeah anyway uh but yeah they're, they're having a variety show and it's 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 like a poll on uh things women want and the number oh, one yeah. thing was like that thing where the i there's a japanese word for it where the the, the, push, the up against the wall. Yeah, push push up the girl against the wall and and toru's imagining uh, Kobayashi pushing her up against the wall, and she starts like getting so excited. She starts knocking on her uh, on her uh, the, the coffee table, and she because she's a dragon, she knocks so hard that the damn thing breaks. Like that <laughs> kind of slapstick comedy gets me. Or like Kana, like there's one scene with Kana, like she's just like admiring this butterfly, and it lands on her finger, and she fucking eats it. <laughs> she eats it. Yeah. <laughs> but That's awesome. Every little bit of that show, like they think of. Even when people are talking, they are showing you something funny or something interesting. And yeah, every every time that uh, Kana's friend at school gets a you know a positive remark out of Kana, how she like oh she flips yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say it this way, but she has such fucking orgasms. I I don't know I, I don't know, know how, to, how else to say that, but she loses her damn mind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's euphoric, whatever she feels. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, or or like. Kana uh, gets her backpack and she's so excited about it. She sleeps in it. She sleeps with it. And there's yeah. a little, there's That's a little cute. bit where she like she rolls over and throws it. Yeah, <laughs> even that little bit's funny. It's it's all uh, mostly slapstick. Yeah. <coughs> so, would you guys? Is there someone who's teaching these dragons to uh, live in the human world? Kobayashi. Kobayashi. So, yeah. Um, so Kobayashi is a teacher. No, she's a programmer. Yeah. Oh, um, I was going to ask if she was a great teacher. Ah! Uh, no. uh, oh. God, God damn. Okay. Well, it was nice talking with you guys. I'm going <laughs> to exit out of Skype. <laughs> no. Um, good segue, yeah. We'll, we'll talk more about Miss Kobayashi's uh, Dragon Maid and uh, yeah, that stuff later when we do our review. End but, of season, uh, yeah. Man, if only she was a great teacher. Because uh, the next, next show has a great teacher. It sure oh, does. Who? Who's this great teacher? Uh, great teacher on Izuka. Great driver what? on Izuka. <laughs> yes! The greatest teacher in all of anime. Uh, did you want to take this one or you want me to, Jeff? Go for it, man. All right. Uh, great teacher on Izuka is an older anime. I, I don't remember if it's 2000s or if it's late 90s. Uh, but it involves Ikichi Onizuka, who is a karate master, former bike gang leader, and wants to be a teacher. Uh, this guy is, uh, like, fully blonde, so he's got, like, that delinquent look. Uh, and when he first tries out to be a teacher, like, nobody wants him. But his whole thing, like, if you... Okay, for, for those of you who <laughs> haven't watched a whole lot of older anime, uh, 
and and you've seen Assassination Classroom. It's that, but better in my opinion. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's like that without the, the ridiculousness. It's your, yeah, it's. Uh, how do I say this? I don't want to say it's like. I guess it's kind of moral of the week, but like there are arcs, um, and it does hit pretty heavy with drama at some points. I mean, for, for God's sakes, it covers like suicide in the first arc, uh, but and bullying and suicide, but um, uh, it does so comedically, which is really hard to pull off. But it does it so well. Uh, I'm gonna I'll, I'll just go ahead and spoil it. Like uh, one of the kids. Uh, decides to jump off, you know, the school roof because he's getting bullied. And Onizuka, um, you know, grabs him and they land on a car together. And because Onizuka's built like a brick shit house, he doesn't take any damage or not as much. Like he's he's like like super strong, but like and even when he gets hurt, like he just kind of shrugs it off. It on one of those um, anime like too stupid to get hurt or too stupid to get sick characters. Um, Carlos, Carlos, I just want to point out the fact that you said he doesn't take any damage. Did I? <laughs> anime cross or uh, an- anime video game crossover. Come on, man. I've, I've been playing video games all my life. Did I say he doesn't I take- love it. No, I love it. Oh, man. God damn it. He didn't get tie hard. They didn't get tie hard. I am playing Kung Fu. <laughs> anyway, back to the great GTO. Well, when he lands on, the, the car he lands on is a running gag. Because it's the vice principal's car, his Cresta, <laughs> which is like supposed to be like the greatest car or like his dream car. And so even when they're covering something as serious as bullying and suicide, they still manage to find a way to make you get a chuckle out of it so that you're not like, it, you know, bawling your eyes out or are really, really super depressed, which to some people, you know, might not be great, especially if you, you know, had experiences with those things. But it's uh, to me, it's like a really lighthearted way of approaching a of a serious subject, and the way Onizuka goes about solving these kids' problems is is a way like, for example, what like in the uh, the first episode um, that he deals with a girl who's who's dealing with parents who don't love each other anymore. They live in split rooms. So what does he do? He goes to their house with a sledgehammer and breaks down the wall between their rooms. I mean, <laughs> this is a way that you're like, man, I kind of wish I had a teacher this badass when I was in high school. Um, right. Yeah, he's he's really the center of everything mm-hmm. that happens in that show. It, he's and just he, a great He character. drives the a comedy. He, um, um, yeah, I would, I would say terrible. even like there was, there was no uh, there was no moment in that show, I think, where you really could feel bad about it. I mean, even if you're going through some of those situations, the way he handles it, it it's it's touching. You know, it's nice to see that he helps these kids get through their, their problems at home or in, in school or their personal issues. Um, and he, he is funny. He's, he's and it's funny, funny because he's such a lech. Like he's so lecherous. Like, Oh, I know he, he's awful. He starts, <laughs> he starts, um, trying to become a teacher because he wants to, to be able to be around high school girls all the time, but he ends up <laughs> yeah. in a middle school. But to be fair, all of these uh, characters, I don't like, this is one of the things it's, it's a nineties or nineties, early 2000s. Yeah, it's late nineties. Um, it's late nineties. So, but all the characters look like they could be in, uh, in high school or older at some, in some cases, uh, at like the one that stands out to me is Tomoko. Uh, the, the one with the, she's got a lot of intelligence. She's, um, yeah, 
<laughs> she's very smart in a one particular area. <laughs> mm. <laughs> For those of you who don't know what I'm saying, because I'm a giant lech, uh, she's well endowed. She's well endowed. She's very busty. Um, but yeah, she's uh, she looks like she could be in high school. And then when they when they fix her problem, she looks like she could actually be a little older. Um, but if you don't mind that, and you like like moral of the week stuff that'll make you feel good while making you laugh, definitely watch Great Teacher Nozuka. I can't recommend it enough. There's a lot. There's a lot of episodes of it too. I don't remember how many exactly. Yeah. I think it's in the 30s or 40s, but it does it does yeah. a really good job telling a, a fantastic story. Especially, you had mentioned assassination assassination classroom, and that's a that's kind of I feel almost like whoever made that or wrote that show really got a lot of his inspiration from Great Teacher Nozuka. So if you're looking for something and you can handle the older style animation and art, um, you're gonna like this one if you like assassination classroom. And, I, I know it's popular, and so. if you can stand like like hard shifts. I mean, hard shifts in, in comedy, like Onizuka's face, like, <laughs> it, it's it's really dynamic, he makes some really weird faces, or, like, some of the stuff he does, like, showing up to a to a, a PTA meeting in a monkey suit, I mean, he, yeah. he, if, you can, if you could stomach some hard shifts in comedy, uh, you're gonna love this show. Let's, uh, let's close out the slapstick. Um, yep. what do you got? Um, I threw this one on here because I just finished it. I know Carlos watched it recently too. Um, Amagi Brilliant Park. Um, it's uh about a kid who gets recruited to run this park and help it not shut down um, by reaching a certain visitor count by the end of with July or whatever. Um. Roller coaster and, tycoon or something? Sounds like a question. Kind of, roller coaster yeah, tycoon. Yeah. Um, and it's like this every, every, uh, almost every person at this that works at this park is from a fantasy world. Um, and they have been, you know, brought here for certain reasons that I won't go into. Ah, but, trapped um, in the real world. Trapped in the real world, yeah. Oh, man, this is a meta. Did we already? Never mind. Um, I was going somewhere with that and it didn't work. Uh, let's see. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> I don't know. Well, the, um, uh, the, the anime, like you said, the, um, they're all trapped or uh, trapped in the real world. So the mascots are, you know, really like those creatures. They're not mascots. They just look mascot like, uh, the fairies are actual fairies and all that stuff. But a lot of the, the humor is that, uh, you would think they all suck. You, you would think that like um, like fairies and these mascots would be all nice and sweet, but like oh my god, Mofu likes to beat it like 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 is a super angry, pissed off mascot. The other two, uh, uh, Tiramisu and Macaron. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just call them Ron and me. Um, <laughs> Ron and me. Yeah, they yeah. they they like to get drunk, and one of them's like a former gang member, and the other one's a huge pervert. Uh, and then you have Sento, who. Sento's the best. At whatever point, like at whatever time she wants, we'll bring out like these two gigantic flintlock rifles and shoot people with them. So, I mean, yeah, the, 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 the slapstick is there and there are elements of romance between like, uh, Sento and, and Kanye. His name is legitimately Kanye. Um, but for the most part, it's just 
ridiculous comedy. I mean, you have an episode where a pirate ship comes from the, the fantasy world that they're from. And, uh, uh, all the, the, they're like walrus pirates come out and like take the, the, the guests of the theme park hostage. Um, and, uh, and, and all the, uh, um, ridiculous hijinks that come with that. Like, uh, what's his name? Tyramie? Tyramie is the pink one. Yeah, Tyramie and Macaron and and Mofu all fall into this giant pool of, of like, I don't know, sea anemones? I don't know. So, yeah, you know, I I guess I just want to ruin that scene because it's really funny. Like, Tyramie immediately defects because the pirate guy says, you know, you can can have whatever woman you want. (laughs) So he's like, he has his priorities, you know, straight or whatever. And then he he has to push Moffle and Macaron off of the high dive into this, yeah, pool of like, I don't know. Like tentacle sea anemones. Yeah, tentacle sea anemones. And so... Anemone? Tyramie tries to play it off like he has some plan to you know trick the pirates or whatever but he just pushes macaron off and then you get to see like this whole like what you think is like mofle being all badass and you know getting the best of tyranny but it's just like his idea of what he's going to do and as soon as he tries to do it he slips off yeah he, he fails he fails in. terrifically yeah. <laughs> hardcore fail yeah it's just really good there's there's a ton of awesome hilarious comedic moments like the uh the whole av thing oh my hiring god new, yes new new people for the park um and, i don't want to spoil uh, yeah. that one because like you're gonna watch it and yeah. you're gonna think oh my god this is yeah i if, yeah. If, you, if you if you want more on that i have written a review uh on amagi brilliant park it's up on the site right now please go give it a read and then please watch it like skip over the, yeah, the really minor good. parts that I spoiled. Um, I they're labeled. Don't worry. Uh, but yeah, go watch it. It's it is one of the funniest Kyoani shows I've ever seen. And most of the time, it's I'm, on Crunchyroll. Yeah, most of the time I, um, when I see Kyoani, I think touching. But this, yeah. that one. Have you uh, have you seen the OVA? No. Is it on the? Is it on the? It's on. It's on the Blu-ray. I haven't gotten my Blu-ray copy yet. I think it's because I I um, pre-ordered I pre-ordered it pre-ordered it um like just before it came out. Hmm. But they're taking, gotcha. they're taking forever getting it to me. Mm-hmm. Kind of worried about that one. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, yeah, that's that's cool. it for the slapstick. Let's close it out. Yeah, there's obviously a lot we missed, guys. Um, feel free to talk, tell us about anything that uh, you think we did. Uh, you know, and we'll agree or disagree with you. But the next one we have here is uh, pop culture, which, um, as we said earlier, is kind of one that I know personally I couldn't think of many for an anime because it's specifically related to whatever is topical in Japan. Um, And you'll see stuff like, you know, uh, that's going on in anime usually, uh, but... um, I don't really know. I think the first example on this list is a good is a good example of what a pop culture anime would be, and that's uh, Lucky Star. Yeah, I, I put this one up. Um, if none of you guys have seen it, like when people say, and I hate this was I hate this term moe blob. Uh, this is what they're talking about. It is incredibly moe. Um, you got uh, four girls. It's based on a four panel manga, so all the the um, 
comedy comes in little short bursts, but a lot of it, like, especially there's one character, uh, Konata Izumi. Um, she is a huge otaku. Um, she goes to comic head a lot. Well, that's another one. Uh, a lot of the, the, a lot of her references are pop culture for otaku culture. Um, she makes a lot of Haruhi references. Uh, if, when did this anime come out? 2007. Um, it, a lot of the anime that came out before 2007, I want to say like 2005, 2004, right around that time, there are references to that in this show. And then again, uh, stuff like Kamiket. I learned what Kamiket was through Lucky Star. Um, because I, <laughs> it's weird to say this. I watched this show entirely on YouTube before YouTube was really cracking down on, on, um, uh, copyright i i watched this show entirely on youtube on my ship the uss truxton one day on duty and the <laughs> the the rate of uh like the buffer rate was horrific i spent the entire day watching that show because of the buffer rate um but yeah i like because of that because i i want to say this wasn't like i watched it in maybe 2010 or 2000 yeah 2009 yeah. 2010 uh i learned a lot about about different parts of of japanese uh pop culture and even culture like uh for example that police like uh don't have training with rifles they only use hand pistols uh because konata's uh cousin is a police officer and there's like a a scene where they're at the fair and they have those you know those silly um uh air pressure cork rifles like yeah, and, and she doesn't knock the prize off the shelf yeah she, she doesn't know how to use it so she's trying to use it one-handed like a pistol um yeah. stuff like that there's a uh, a lot of pretty interesting pop culture references that if you're if you're into looking that kind of stuff up you're gonna get it from from lucky star but for the most part the comedy is just like cutesy and uh dialogue heavy so if you're not really yeah. into to seeing people talk a lot about especially about like really uh non-consequence non-consequential stuff like which side of the of the uh of the pastry do you eat first i mean that's that's that is one of the first conversations they have the chocolate side yeah well that's that's one way of the what do you call it miyuki apparently tears one side off and dips it in the chocolate. I don't know. But yeah, exactly. So I can feel people getting <laughs> bored through the podcast. Stop it. It's fun. It's funny. You shut your face hole. <laughs> Let's move on to the yeah. next one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we should probably <clears throat> her spend a little less time on each because we're already at an hour and a half. This is nuts. And we still have like half the list to go. Yeah. Um, Daily Lives of High School Boys is the next one here. Uh, this is a... <laughs> I, I struggle which category to put this under, but I feel like pop culture is one to do because I feel like it's a representation of how <laughs> boys are viewed in Japanese school society kind of a thing. Um, it's a lot of just short little um, stories about these guys, these the daily lives of these high school boys. Um, and it's really funny. 
Um, like I, I shared a clip with uh, with Jeff. I don't know if Carlos watched it before the show. No, I had. Yeah, <laughs> some of the stuff that they do is just off the walls. Oh, I watched the clip. Uh, yeah, insane. Okay. Es- yeah. Essentially, what happened was it's uh, it's three boys in a room and and they're all kind of bored and and one of them tells them to you know it's his room. He's like, get the hell out. And before the the one character leaves, he's like, he starts up an argument about skirts and their their practicality. <laughs> and because of that, they all decide to they're they're going to um to put on uh the main uh, the the main character I guess his sister's uh skirts and and see how <laughs> practical they are. Well, the, the other two wuss out, and the main character is the only one who ends up wearing the damn skirt. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't catch. And then they the try. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, then they like you know he gets all like depressed because he's actually wearing a skirt. And then the other guys are like trying to give him a pep talk and tell him that he looks great in it. And he gets like all like coy and like starts doing poses and stuff. And, and then uh, right as they're like trying on other stuff and dressing him up, the sister gets home and she walks in on them putting a bra on him. And that's where it ends. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, it's stuff like that. And I, I imagine because I haven't seen the show and correct me if I'm wrong, it's Logan, pretty good. that like the pop culture comes from uh that type of stuff, like discussions about uh, uh, Japanese people's ideas about stuff like like fashion and um, and specifically from the point of high school boys. And correct me if I'm wrong on that. It's kind of, it's it's kind of like a a take on you know a whole bunch of stuff. Like there's a some bits about you know um, there's a whole bit about the running with toast uh, <laughs> in the mouth thing like one character runs with toast and then you see his friend come up and he's got a bowl of ramen that he's eating while he's running the school and then like another guy comes up with like you know uh like sushi or something i can't remember <laughs> um and then there's there's a whole bunch of different stuff like <laughs> the a guy is sitting on you know the bank of a river at, at sunset you know it's very deep and philosophical looking and he's having all these thoughts and then this girl just kind of s- stands behind him and says something poetic and then he gets all like embarrassed as he responds poetically and stuff. It's, it's a lot of, I think kind of like re- referential Japanese society, you know, kind of stuff. Um, but you know, if you have no idea, like if you haven't watched anime at all, you know, nothing about Japanese culture, all this stuff would go way over your head. It wouldn't make any sense. So, all right. well, I'm pretty yeah. excited to talk about the next, uh, category. So let's, let's, let's get this next one out of the way. Okay, yeah, Outbreak Company, <laughs> I threw this one on here as well. Um, it's uh, very referential. It's like Lucky Star, but made in like 2012 or whatever, so it references a ton of other anime. It's about a guy who gets tricked into going to this fantasy world that they discovered where he opens, or where he's supposed to teach them about otaku culture, um, and uh, <laughs> he opens up a school for <laughs> learning to be an otaku where they, you know, discuss manga and games and stuff like that with the uh, the people of this world. And, cool. Uh, I had no idea that that's what Outbreak Company yeah, is it, about. It's super referential. It, like, it's uh, it's gate without all the propaganda. Yeah, uh, yeah. Nice. Or, yeah, fighting, really. There's not much fighting. Um, it's good. It's really good. Uh, not for everyone, but if you... I think it's worth a shot. If you enjoy otaku culture and references to that, like, you're really going to love this one because... Um, they really do. Like, if you get like a little, the the, like some of them are subtle, some of them are not so subtle. But they'll make they'll make digs or 
or just straight up reference uh, other anime. Um, and then you get the, uh, these fantasy creatures. I mean, they're dwarves and elves arguing about the merits of one anime over another or one genre over another. <laughs> and the flame wars. Yeah, yeah, up. exactly. Like they, <laughs> they actually end up start starting to like divide farther over the lines of what they think is good and what they think is bad. So they become true otaku in that sense. <laughs> um, before we get on to the best category in this podcast, um, I just <laughs> want to say I think we really dropped the ball with this one because I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of jokes that I know are from anime, but I can't think of the anime they're from. So I'm, uh, mm. I know there's, there's, we're missing a lot. So don't, don't flame us too bad for, for not know. naming. Oh, yeah, we, we are I, anime. Yeah, for 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 those of you out there, like we we threw this together kind of on the fly. Um, so <laughs> we always throw it together. Yeah, yeah, not always. Sometimes, sometimes we're a little bit more prepared than this, but yeah, no, uh, That's so true, if, yeah. if we miss something, it's not cause we hated it. It's not cause we didn't think it was worth talking about. It's because we just, it just didn't pop into our mind at the time. So our apologies. <laughs> it wasn't our first, this isn't our first time, but it's someone's first time. <laughs> but <laughs> that was pretty bad. Well, our, our next category <laughs> it, itself is etchy. Uh, etchy and comedy go together like bacon and eggs, peanut butter and jelly. Uh, wow. Etchy and comedy. I was going to say condoms and lube. <laughs> well, I mean, it fits the theme, I guess. I, 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 just, want, I just want you to know I buried my, my face in my hands when I said that. Good. <laughs> I am ashamed. Um, uh, well, speaking of condoms because this show has a lot of them uh yamada's first time is my favorite bar none etchy comedy and i know a lot of people like what about high school dxt which i just thought about and isn't on our list um yeah or what about i don't know any number of other ones um i think i love this one so much because it is the girl who is the gigantic pervert um and uh, i'll just run you through it you, you have uh Yamada uh, doesn't have a first name. They never give her one. Um, who is uh, a high school girl. You start start with her in her first year. And her goal uh, is to sleep with 100 guys casually. Like, that's that's th- her peak. Uh, but her thing <laughs> is, like, she doesn't want to be with... Uh, she, she shies away from, like, good-looking guys at first because... In her mind, and she has all these like paranoid delusions, which are great. Um, uh, any good-looking guy is already experienced in sex, and so she would be weird. So it's kind of like that that like you said, um, American Pie type theme, where they're worried yeah. too much about you know uh, what the first time is going to be like and being too weird, or it, she like she even worries about <laughs> her vagina looking too weird. Um, <laughs> and, and like, like the first scene has her like she takes she t- uh, gets out of the bath and she's like, all right, skip. Like she's really conceited, so she's like looking at herself. She's like, no hair. It's like, oh, my skin looks gorgeous. But then she's got like a mirror that, to look at her uh, her, her freaking genitals, and she's so disgusted by him that like she's weirded out that anybody experiencing sex will will immediately turn her down and laugh her laugh her out of her hundred guy goal. Um, that she ends up picking uh, this, like, really plain-looking guy 
what the hell is his name? Uh, uh, Kosuda. Sorry, there you go. Um, and um, she she decides like he has, because he's clearly a virgin that she's gonna be or he's going to be her first conquest. And over the course of the episode, she slowly starts to kind of fall in love with him. But because she's incredibly stubborn and a little sundere, she um she uh what do you call it? Well, A refuses to believe that she's in love with him. Um uh, and uh and B refuses to kind of give up on that hundred guy goal. So by the end of the show, she starts to realize more and more that she loves Kosada. And there's even like if you're going to watch this show, just know at the end of it it's not really a sex scene, but they get really damn close. Um, yeah. a couple times. I kind of wish they had gone all the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what are you going to do? It's not a hentai. Um, even, even like you know, they don't need to show it, but just imply. Imply. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah. Well, because it's a comedy, they don't, uh, and, and it is actually yeah. comedic how terrible their luck is when it comes to 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 sex. Um, but, um. At the end, you're left with a sense of okay, well, they're they're eventually going to get together, um, and maybe they'll stay together because you know Yamada can't hold on to that hundred guy thing forever, uh, and and all the side characters are fun. Uh, the ones that the one oh yeah the one that's in Dakosida that kind of wants him for herself, and the the few that like Yamada. Um, I would say if you're going to watch this one, uh, watch it in dubbed, and that's like it, that's rare for me. I don't. I don't normally say, it, but the dub is hysterical. I mean, they make a lot of Western references, uh, Western comedic references. Uh, Yamada's voice actress is just hilarious. Uh, there's a, there's a scene where like she's following Kosada out to, um, out to like a campground, and uh, uh, she finds like a, a a porno mag in the the middle of the forest. <laughs> And in the in the English version, she just exclaims, "Yeah, forest porn!" <laughs> I I laughed so fucking hard when I saw that because it was such a ridiculous line. So definitely give this cool. one a shot. It's it's hilarious. Yeah, I like how it actually does broach the subject, whereas most most etchy just is kind of very pervy. Whereas this one actually touches on, you know, it seems to very much incorporate the subject of sex and teen angst and that kind of thing into the story so it sounds interesting i haven't seen it but definitely interested in watching um anyway next one is something airing this season so i just i don't want to go too far into it Uh, we've already kind of discussed what's funny about uh akiba's trip in our impressions episode but basically this is a show about you know tearing clothes off of people in akihabara so (laughs) if you find something like that funny uh you're you're probably gonna find this pretty funny. It, it's it's that it was kind of a question whether it should go in etchy or slapstick because it's the comedy is all very slapstick. But when you're talking about ripping people's clothes off in Akihabara, it's it's probably deserves to be an etchy. So, um, Akiba's trip. Akiba's trip. Uh, yeah, no. The um, the next one up, I, I also put, and I'll just cover this briefly since I covered the first one. Is Two Love Rue Darkness. Uh, if you liked or if you weren't terribly uh no yeah no if if you like to love rue uh but you thought hey uh there isn't enough etchy in here uh the characters aren't nearly nude enough 
darkness is for you. And granted, I haven't seen, <laughs> I haven't seen the, uh, the anime of darkness, but I can tell you from the manga that it, like to love Rue is, is, you know, the original manga is pretty long and it goes, okay, kind of etchy, 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 getting, getting more and more and more. And then darkness, like, again, they're just like, all right, we don't give a shit. We're just, he's going to be in boobs all the time. Um, and if you find that stuff funny because you're a, you know, irredeemable pervert like myself, you're going to love this. Now, one that I want to tack onto this because I didn't think about it, but I'll, I'm just going to throw this on there is Shimonetta. Shimonetta mm-hmm. is another fantastic one where, um, and again, briefly, just it's about uh, uh, a world in which uh, the, the concept of dirty jokes, dirty anything is just eliminated um, and so there's a terrorist organization called Socks. The main character joins it, and all they do is is spread uh, perversity uh, throughout Japan. I thought it was not only a great show, but a great message because a lot of the the, the characters in this world are so like tragically um, ignorant about anything sexual that uh, you actually hear like guys talk about how. I don't remember what it was, but there's like a bathroom scene where a bunch of guys are talking about girls getting pregnant. Uh, I don't know, by something stupid, like a kiss. Um, so not only like a, a lot of people would look at that and like, Oh, you're reading too far into it. But I mean, you look at like what a lot of, no offense to our Southern listeners, but a lot, a lot, a lot of our Southern states do with, you know, the app, that abstinence only bullshit. Um, and I think that's a great, that's a great, not only etchy, like, and oh my god, does it get etchy? Um, I'll just say, uh, if you haven't seen it yet, um, love nectar, <laughs> but uh, it, it's also a great um, uh, message, and I'll leave it at that. Next, cool. Um, my mental choices are completely interfering with my school romantic comedy. Longest That's the title time. of a show, yeah, yeah. Um, this show I watched, <laughs> I don't know if it's the fact that I watched this show while I was at work and I work in an office surrounded by people <laughs> <laughs> that made it like, cause I, I constantly was struggling to keep my laughter in while I watched this because like I said, I was at work watching an anime that was <laughs> really inappropriate for, for work. But, um, essentially this kid gets, he's surrounded by girls who are all crazy and, and you know, doing all kind of crazy stuff in typical etchy harem fashion. And, um, he has this thing that suddenly like this disembodied, like godly voice speaks to him and, and says, Erabe, you know, oh, choose to, I remember this one. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. I, I, I... <laughs> grab, grab your friend's breast or kiss her on the lips or something like and it gives him all of these outrageous choices that he has to make one of and you find yourself like oh my god which one's he gonna choose what kind of it just it puts him in the most outrageously funny situations um and uh every i found myself just laughing every time i heard the arabe come out because uh you knew it was gonna be something crazy that happened um so this show this show is really funny um and uh i would uh, I don't know. You watch this one, right, Carl? Yeah, absolutely. No, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> uh, if, if it wasn't for that, um, it would just be a regular, like run in the mill harem and we wouldn't even put it in there. But he, mm-hmm. I forget what it is. He's got like a condition and there's only one girl who, who's ever had that condition, but it's not just pervy mm-hmm. stuff. Like 
he has to do these weird stuff like to embarrass <laughs> himself and and he has <laughs> to do it otherwise i can't remember what are the stakes like it it physically hurts him or I don't know. Yeah. Something like that. I don't remember. Something really bad happened. But, so he has to do it. Yeah. So you have this character like, and you know, he clearly has his interests and stuff, like a girl he likes and all that stuff. But, uh, it's that dynamic, that little, that little twist to the story that makes it just yeah. a lot of fun. And it's not just like, yeah, he, like he said, uh, the voice comes and he's got to make a choice, <laughs> but yeah, like you see the words floating around, like, it, you know, <laughs> I, I can't say it in Japanese, but it'll be like, you know, you you see, grab your friend's breast, kiss your friend on lips and it'll just like float <laughs> yeah. around him. And it's just, oh, it's, it's such a fun show to watch, uh, yeah. just based on that tiny little tweak. Yep. Yep. I agree. So, uh. But yeah, I'd watch it. Um, definitely funny, and and you I know, need to rewatch that show, man. I enjoyed it so much. I I do too, and it's been years since I've seen it, so I I forget a lot of uh, a lot of the questions and situations. I just remember all the laughter. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a, that's a great part about a, a comedy. If you you don't have to remember every little detail about a comedy, it's it's the parts that like really made you laugh, or you know you like just you know tickled that nerve that you remember for comedies. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't remember everything about all these shows. Definitely not. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, I know Logan loves this next yes, one. Yes, I threw this one here. It's Food Wars, the ridiculous food anime where people's clothes explode and you, you get orgasms from eating food. Um, it's, I uh, do. I'll, I'll yeah. have what she's having. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just a really fun show. Um that a lot of the comedy comes from uh, just character interactions um, and competition and stuff like that. Um, you know, I'm completely drawing a blank now on what any of the comedy in the show is, but I remember laughing a lot. Well, <laughs> is- I've never actually seen the show, but aren't there like scenes where like, like they'll eat something and then like they're completely taken into a different scene, yeah, like almost yeah. a different world. It's just. I've only ever it's seen ridiculous. clips of it. Yeah. yeah. It, <laughs> um, but like the places they go are just nuts. And I've only ever seen, like I said, clips and, and, uh, gifts of it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, uh, there's during one, uh, uh, scene, uh, Soma gets paired up with, uh, Megami for the first time and they have to make like this, uh, braised, uh, beef or whatever and they get kind of sabotaged by another group because uh soma is kind of like he claimed that he's going to be the number one student in the school and a lot of people took offense to that so he had like a target on his back so they sabotaged him so he had to think on the fly and uh come up with uh a way to cook the the food because he had to he had to use that food uh, because they were making a certain dish and uh, so he used honey to help tenderize the meat so it would cook quicker so they could restart. And when uh, the, uh, the the teacher tastes it, he like, this teacher never smiles. And like he smiled and everyone was like freaked out because he never smiles. And then Megumi tastes it. And yeah, she gets like transported to this like other world where she's completely naked in like a bath of honey and there are bees pouring honey on her. <laughs> yeah um so yeah I, a lot of nice. the comedy comes from the, the ridiculousness of it um 
it's it's just a really fun show um and uh, a lot of really kind of weird and bizarre characters um yeah yeah i'll have what she's having the anime like i said exactly <laughs> just like right. i wish i could i wish i could be that happy about about eating something <laughs> Yeah, most of the time, unfortunately, it takes much harder stuff like, you know, illegal drugs to do those kind of things, too. So. <laughs> um, uh, but, let's not endorse that on this podcast. <laughs> Please don't take drugs. No, <laughs> At least not the illegal ones. Don't do that. Um, I, I put the next one on the list um, because when most people think of Dragon Ball Z, um, they think of Z uh, with the crazy, you know, Super Saiyan, blonde hair, fighting, you know, all power attacks, seven episodes, yeah. super high power, fists flying so fast you can't see them. But um, the original Dragon Ball was actually just a slapstick kind of slightly etchy comedy. Um, Goku was a really pervy little boy. And, uh, <laughs> Unintentionally and pervy. He, right, right. Um, and he had, you know, Master Roshi, who was a pervy old man yeah. who lived in, you know, with a turtle, a pervy turtle. And okay. <laughs> I don't know. It it was this show was a comedy originally. Um, Oolong, and so Oolong guess, the Furby Pig, who who makes the oh, very right, first yeah, wish on the Dragon Balls for a pair, pair of panties. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, if yep. you've never seen, honestly, if you've never seen the original Dragon Ball, you owe it to yourself because the like Dragon Ball Z. I loved it as a as a teenager. I mean, most of us uh, grew up in the. Uh, you know, late 90s, early 2000s, Toonami mm-hmm. era, where Dragon Ball Z was mm-hmm. on every day. I'd come home from school and I'd watch it along with Sailor Moon. But the, like, I ne- I hadn't seen Dragon Ball. I didn't watch it until much later. And I actually yeah, enjoyed Dragon Ball more. Um, because it's not all those power attacks. Goku is super OP. Uh, but at the same time, all the fights are, don't end in, like, energy attacks. Like, you they can't decimate like a whole cityscape like in one battle um and so like it's more down to earth and the the earth character the earthling characters uh like chen chaotzu and and um i'm drawing a blank on his yamcha uh all <laughs> actually can play roles in the storyline um krillin yeah krillin <laughs> even though he does die even in dragon ball <laughs> uh yeah they they're it's it's just a really really much more lighthearted take on the Dragon Ball universe. So you owe mm-hmm. it to yourself uh especially for the fantastic I I'm not going to tell you what the joke is but for the the fantastic bit uh with Goku and Bulma in the beginning. <laughs> just just watch it for yeah. that. It's so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, you've got some really good stuff between Goku and Bulma in Dragon Ball. Um, their interactions are pretty funny. Um, so yeah, for just I put that in there for those who don't know that Dragon Ball actually was originally a comedy at some point. Um, if you didn't know that, you should watch it. Give it a shot because it's I mean, really funny. it definitely is also a shonen, and there's some. Now I wouldn't even call them dramatic parts. Krillin dying is like you know, water being blue. <laughs> yeah. uh, That's a joke every time <laughs> it happens. Same with Yamcha. Uh, uh, no, not in the first one. He, he doesn't die. In, he doesn't die until Dragon Ball Z. Spoilers, I guess. <laughs> That's if you haven't seen it by well, at this point, good lord! <laughs> I, I think it's such a meme at this point. Yeah, <laughs> like did you see that? I think I posted a picture in the Discord. Oh, the chat. Miss Kobayashi's <laughs> yeah. Dragon Maid. Yeah, 
with, with Yamcha. Yamcha dead in the yeah and during the dodgeball oh, thing. <laughs> yeah we gotta we gotta share that one yeah uh with our I'll throw, it, I'll throw it in the post uh on our site for this uh episode yeah. uh the last one who, who threw this one in was oh, it, I did. It wasn't me. Wasn't. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, this is Hog and I. Um, it's a show about a bunch of people who can't make friends at all. Um, and so they form a club to help them make friends and in so doing, make friends. Um, the Neighbors Club. The Neighbors Club, yes. Um, but it this is like purely, or I shouldn't say purely, it's mostly comedy um and often very itchy very lewd comedy mm-hmm. <laughs> like uh there's a lot of uh humor around senna and you know how well endowed she is uh and then is it yozuru wait who who's who yozura yozura is that the other girl that's the black haired girl yeah yeah okay like she's a total dick to senna um and some good comedy around that always picking on her making fun of her making her do things um, that she doesn't want to do. Um, the the obsession that Senna has with uh, the main dude's sister. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she she. It, it's funny because she she kind of takes like uh, Senna takes like a, a like an otaku's path. Like she starts getting into I think it's visual novels first, right? Um. um yeah, I think so. And then, yeah. like from that, oh, she man. she gets all like the cultural stuff of otaku, and then she really gets into her uh, uh, the main character's sister because she's uh, Kobato because Kobato is like a goth lolly, <laughs> so she becomes like a creepy old man around her. Yeah, oh, man, that just you're uh, talking about the the visual novels just reminded me of the scene where. Uh, Yozuro makes uh, Senna read the Eroge Read the dialogue? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god, so uncomfortable, so funny. Um, And then Rika, she's like the most foul-mouthed character I've seen in anime. You should definitely watch the dub for this because it's really, really funny. Uh, Oh, I've actually never seen the dub. Yeah, she swears up a storm. (laughs) It's hilarious. No, yeah, yeah, in... in, um... In the sub, she's just she's just vulgar. It's not that like you know I don't think they really have a whole lot of swear words. It's more like just vulgarity, mm-hmm. um, like like just saying stuff that a girl shouldn't say, quote unquote, like yeah. talking about mechs in a really lewd way because apparently she's into machinery. Gets her all hot and bothered. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it. I think a lot of the comedy too, like not only the etchy stuff, but comes in the form of um, uh, the fact that these characters are friends but they they just don't get it it just doesn't click to them because they haven't had friends that because they're always like oh yeah we can do this to train for being friends oh yeah we can do that to train for being friends but they're they already by being in a club and always hanging out and you know enjoying each other's company to an extent they're already friends so it's kind of that like i don't know i don't want to say dry humor but like ironic humor yeah question mark yeah both let us know in the comments ironic, yeah. um, <laughs> oh our or like um what's his name is it yukimura oh the the trap yeah yeah it, the, it's, he, it's oh, not a he I don't it's a she give, yeah ah well we gave it sorry. away sorry <laughs> it's I mean, all right it's all it, right yeah. if you haven't seen it at this point it's what's wrong with you um well in the it, it takes to like they get to the second season before they have the reveal uh-huh uh, yeah, and uh she 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 believes that 
she's not manly enough. She thinks she's a man, but she believes that when she's manly enough, she'll actually grow a penis. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she refers to the to the <laughs> to the butthole as a yaoi hole. <laughs> oh, that's Rika. Yeah, that's Rika's fault. Hole. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh man. Yeah. If if you like if you like etchy and you like comedy, well, if you like etchy, then you clearly like comedy. Um, and you haven't seen Hog and I, give it a watch. It's uh, it's uh, two seasons of fun. Unfortunately, yeah, I guess I'll give it away since we're already giving stuff away. Um, the second season ends on a huge cliffhanger, and they are never going to get back to that, which is just tragic. Indeed, indeed. Uh, well, okay. Yeah, yeah let's let's move on yeah yeah let's move on um so the the next uh theme that we have is uh family children friendly comedies um you threw the first one here carlos so i'll let you yeah, yeah, you know m- moving moving on from from uh from the perverted to the absolutely non-perverted if you've got you know kids or if you're not terribly into lewd stuff we understand um, so the first one I throw up here is, is one that most people consider slice of life, which, I mean, there's not really a whole lot of separation between slice of life and comedy. Um, but non on Biori is a show about, uh, school kids, <laughs> school sticks. kids in, yeah, in a, ru- a very rural part of Japan. Um, the, the very first joke is whether or not they live in the country um, and them trying to convince themselves that they don't because, you know, they have a candy store <laughs> and, and that's about it. And, and a bus, but the bus takes like an hour to, uh, to come around. Um, the comedy is pretty dry at points. Uh, if you like that kind of thing, uh, especially when you're around, um, uh, Renge, who is my favorite character, Bardon, because she's, she's just great. so funny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she's the, the smallest girl, but she's really, I don't want to say really intelligent, smart for her age. And uh, how do you say it? Like creative? Yeah, like she's, creative got, to, she's got a great imagination. Yeah, but like it's out there, out there. And like yeah, the other, the other kids have a problem following it up. Like they're doing that, um, what is it called? Cat's Cradle, where you put the strings in between oh, yeah, your fingers and you space. make different things. <laughs> Yeah, she makes she makes space, and it's just like it's a bunch like of twisted knots. Mess, but like, yeah, yeah to her, that's, that's space. That's so yeah. deep. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it. Uh, but like, I think like families and stuff like that will get a kick out of it. There's there's something definitely for for adults uh, in the the um, uh, the the girl who wants to be more adult. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and stuff like that. And then there's stuff for kids. Like I said, Renge and, um, God, I'm, I'm blanking on their names. Uh, the, I know the, the sister. The, yeah. 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 The, the, the younger Koharu? one who's taller. Huh? Koharu. Haru, yeah. Yeah. Something like that. And Natsu or something like Natsume. that. Natsume. Natsume. Yeah. I don't know. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah. Just, but, just uh, say Japanese sounding names and it's probably. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just throw them out there. No one will correct us. Uh, Komari and Natsume. Wow. We there were way go. off. Hotaru is the is the, the other is one, the but like, one. but yeah, like there's there's a more adult like like funnier things, and then there's like kid stuff uh, with Renge and with uh, with uh, Natsumi because they like to um, they like to play a lot. Um, 
it's hard to it's hard to describe the like it's it's by 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 proxy of it being a slice of life it's episodic um each character has their own little like foibles like i said renge is is really creative but because of that like a lot of people a lot of the other kids don't really get her natsumi is your your typical genki character so she's like really smart when it comes to like stuff about nature but like dumb when it comes to school and she's always getting in trouble for that uh komori's got like a a complex about being really (laughs) short yeah um and wanting to be an adult uh and hotaru has a a komori complex <laughs> because she's really effing into her yeah yeah uh, uh you forget if, the if best, you... best character though the uh the brother oh i feel so <laughs> bad for okay the, the brother in this anime is one of those characters who is so well written because he doesn't say a word not a damn thing yeah but it's just his actions i mean uh, him getting stuck in a floorboard, or yeah. or creating creating a gorgeous cat figure. girl figure out of clay, and then having it smashed by his sister because you know she can't show it to Renge, <laughs> or, or getting slapped in the face by fish. Like that doesn't sound funny, but just watch the it's episode. Great. Like he shreds yeah, the guitar. Fantastic. Yeah, he's he's awesome. He's the best. Yeah, um, he's he's a wow. I didn't think that was your best character. <laughs> no, no, Renge is the best character for sure. Uh, but he's pretty yeah, great. It, if you're looking for a calming show that you can watch with with your kids, Nanan Biori is one of them. Oh, I forgot about the other sister, Renge's other sister, uh, the oh, Tokyo yeah. girl. <laughs> yeah, she's she's one of those like I don't want to say tragically funny, but like <laughs> yeah. all the stuff that's funny about her comes at her expense. Like she does dumb things, but Natsumi's kind of the same way. I think they're they're one of like two of a kind in that in yeah. that sense. Okay, I, I think we need to move on. It's a good show. It's great comedy. Go watch it. Um, 24 next, episodes. 24. Yes. Yeah. Two seasons. It's great. And it's, you know, it's really touching as well. Um, K-On! is our next one, uh, which is one of my favorite slice of life shows ever. Maybe my favorite slice of life show. Um, it's about a, a girl named Yui who joins the light music club at her school and the shenanigans and hijinks that go on in that club um throughout the years yeah i i almost like just to get it out there kind of disagree that this is a comedy i I don't even know what i would call this show other than slice of life just because it it's just cute it's very it's just a really cute happy i i heartwarming i I laugh a lot i call this comedic yeah there there are Maybe it's so? more of a slice of life, but the comedic elements in this... I, the point I'm trying to get across, especially since we don't have that many here, I'm sorry, guys, uh, is it's family-friendly. Yeah. And I think that especially kids would laugh at some of the, the bits in this uh, show. Mm-hmm. There might be a couple parts that might not be for kids, uh, like when Mio trips and reveals herself to the whole <laughs> student body. Uh, That's hilarious. Other, Outside of that, I don't think. Um, yeah, I don't think there's anything really terribly not for kids. Um, maybe the teacher's obsession <laughs> I mean, with putting them in costumes. Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> too. Um, I just watched this entire show and the movie, you know, a few weeks ago again. So, um, I, I would definitely call it a comedy. Um, personally, okay. I just don't remember laughing too yeah. much, but I, I, it's been a while since I've watched. I mean, it. maybe not like laughing uproariously, but like chuckling here and there and getting a good laugh, like Constantly, with yeah. 
for sure. With uh, with Mio at Mio's expense, uh, <laughs> and Yui's expense for being dumb, and Ritsu for yeah, being yeah. brazen and overly bold, and Mugi for just being Mugi, having weird eyebrows. Yeah. Well, Mugi's for being naive because yeah, she's like a, a rich girl. Yeah, rich yeah. girl, yeah. Um, or like, yeah, like like one point I can think of laughing with Mugi is when they when they go on their their summer vacation and they go to Mugi's house and they're like, uh, oh, this is such a big house. And she's like, oh, I wanted the bigger house, but this is the only thing I could get. Yeah. And then like a yacht pulls up yeah, she's and she's like, I told you not to have that come because she, <laughs> yeah. she didn't want her friends to think that she was as rich some, as she was. Yeah. Some weird rich girl or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's great. It's fun. Um, <laughs> I, I found a nice. lot of comedy to be enjoyed there. Um, and, and yeah, again, going back walk. to the cool. theme, it's, it's family friendly. Yeah. You can definitely sure. watch it with, with kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. The next one is three leaves, three colors, which I threw on here. Um, did you watch this one as well, Carlos? Mm-mm, never no? seen it. Okay. Never even heard of it. That's me. Um, it's Sancho Sanyo. It was a couple seasons ago. Um, it's about a former rich girl who uh, goes to school and manages to, uh, form friends after she's discovered eating uh, like bread peels um, by this tree. So they just kind of form like a, a lunch group and uh, develop their relationships from there. Um, there's just kind of a lot of like good comedy like um, around each of the characters. Like the the main girl, being a former rich girl, is like trying to you know live a life in a way that she hasn't before. And there's a lot of like, you know, missteps, like, you know, bread peels are her favorite thing because they're cheap and uh, she doesn't like spending money and she can't cook. Um, then there's another character who I think the entire point of having her in the show was to see how big of a piece of food they could fit in her hands because she, <laughs> <laughs> she eats nonstop. And like her thing is like, she goes around town to, and demolishes all like the eating contests and she's banned from a bunch of places because she eats so much um <laughs> and uh and then there's like this uh i think their class representative who looks really nice on the outside was like a total sadist and likes to bully this other girl named serena um and they kind of have like this antagonistic thing and she serena's really cute and loves cats they both love cats i don't know it's a cute fun show um i found the, the humor good i thought it fit the uh the theme of family and child child friendly so um yeah i think i may have done a review on it when we did a review for i want to say it was a spring show um was it last year yeah last year yeah, I vaguely remember the the concept of a former rich girl eating like bread. Uh, what do you call it? Or crust, uh, crust, or peels, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's been so long, and I didn't watch it. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, I think family, uh, the child friend. There's a lot more out there. Um, I just don't think we watch it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of slice of um, life, but I don't know. Not not all of them have great comedy the, I, yeah. I mean yeah. we'll save two, all those like, for our two slice of, us, of life two of us aren't really around kids i mean all of my well, brothers and sisters are are teenagers at this point. i mean like you could almost say things like pokemon or comedies because of like team rocket and stuff i mean there's the aspects of that you know there's there's kids there's a lot of kids anime out there that we don't really follow or watch 
The one thing, I mean, I Naruto. That's not really a comedy. There are there, in the in the original stuff. show. I watched the original show. There are there are comedy bits, yeah. especially in, in the mm. oh my god filler that they have at the end of the show. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, I, I I wouldn't say that's the core of the show. Um. So, speaking of, my God, Naruto seems to just be taking off like crazy. As a total side note, I, I've been seeing like people have been bringing their kids to work, and I'm constantly seeing little kids watching Naruto on their iPads and stuff nowadays. Mm. I guess that show's taken well, off with the younger yeah, audience, and there's a lot of it for them to watch. I mean, there's Naruto, there's mm-hmm. um, Shippuden, uh, which I think just entered its tenth year, which. Good lord, I remember when I started watching that. I can't believe it's been 10 years. Um, Crazy, I know. I saw and that. Then, uh, and then now they're going into another generation with Boruto. So. Hmm. Well, yeah, total side note. Back to uh, comedy. <laughs> Family friendly. There's a lot out there. We're just probably not the people to ask about it. <laughs> Our apologies. We um, are all, well, maybe not all, but yeah, we're, we're pretty bad with the perversion and the romance stuff. <laughs> right, right. Um, but... This is one I thought we would have had more, and I, I just my my mind went blank when I was trying to think of satire or self deprecating comedy. Um, but the first one that came to mind was uh, one that I'm going to let you go ahead and talk about, Carlos, because it's been your show since oh, it yeah, started I airing. I love the show. It's a new game, and some people might be thinking, "Oh, I'm sorry, I went the other way around." Yeah, you uh, Konosu- Konosuba. <laughs> yeah, I did throw that one. I'm sorry. Uh, well, uh, foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> really poor <laughs> foreshadowing uh konosuba so uh yeah self self-deprecating and satire sorry i was looking at the wrong note um <laughs> it's it, uh konosuba we we already covered it uh on the the um first impressions podcast but just to kind of gloss over it it's it's uh a look at you know these these trapped in fantasy world animes from another perspective like because you know, you got to imagine that not everybody who, who like, let's say I got trapped in a fantasy world. I'm not the best person. I, I probably <laughs> wouldn't be a hero. I'd probably set it, settle in as like a traitor or probably be like, I don't know. Well, to, to be fair, you know, most of us, like I have technical skills for like computers. I'd probably end up as like a poop scooper uh, because, because what <laughs> yeah. they used to do in those times <laughs> is they would just throw their shit out on the sidewalk. Um, so I'd be the guy picking up poop because I have no sense of smell. Um, so it's a look at, at oh, that's yeah, perfect. It's, it's a look at, at what life would be for kind of a scumbag. Uh, and I, I won't say it goes so far as to say I'm a scumbag, but I mean, like, he's like an otaku. It's like, he's got no other life skills. So if you got trapped in a fantasy world today, you gotta imagine none of us are knights. None of us are tailors, blacksmiths, anything like that. So our lives would be really effing difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has, you know, uh, the great elements of uh, um, uh, what do you call it? I'm going to say it and Logan's going to disagree, but RPG elements because he gets skills and experience and stuff like that. So how we would uh, as, as normal people would use those. Uh, I think I would use my experience points on steel as well. Uh, but that's just because <laughs> I'm a pace. terrible person. <laughs> oh, I would try and steal some money. Uh. Um uh, but that's because in every Priorities. every fantasy game I ever play, I play a thief because <laughs> it's just it's the easiest. Like hey, if you ever play like a an Elder Scrolls game, uh, Morrowind, Oblivion, Skyrim, being a thief is the easiest thing, and you become rich super quickly. Um, yeah. So 
just again, Konosuba, uh, a satirical look at life in a fantasy world uh, where, where we have other looks at life in the fantasy world where the hero is um, either like a, I guess, really heroic or like unusually good at what they shouldn't be good at, I should say. Um, that's it. Konosuba. Yeah, Konosuba's hilarious. And all kinds of just terrible, uh, yeah. terrible characters. <laughs> yeah. All the characters are very flawed. <laughs> which is what I, which uh, is what I think you know. a lot of people love about it. Uh, exactly. Um, you know, it, it's it's it. The reason it's self-deprecating and satire is is because it it really just it, it's it's real. It's more realistic actually than like you're saying. You know, if we were to have gone in a fantasy world, we're not going to suddenly be the hero of the world. We're probably going to be a piece of trash on yeah. the street. And you know, he's obviously the extreme of that. But um, and he meets up with some pretty funny. You know, the the sadistic. Uh, or Mas- masochist, or, you know, masoch- masochist, right? Um, you know, yeah. Now the, 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 all the characters ma- have the their mage own little... who, yeah. yeah, I don't want to spoil, I guess, too much. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah, no, Konosuba's great. It's in its second season. It's airing now, so it's topical. Um, I put the next one here just because I couldn't think of any other ones. Um, making fun of the magical girl genre with a magical boy genre. Um, in. <laughs> Uh, cute high earth defense club love. Uh, don't have too much to say about this other than the fact that it's just a really silly, um, you know, make fun of the magical girls on with magical boys you know, fighting things like vegetable monsters and, you know, all kind of weird stuff. Um, it's silly and it's, it's, it's not that funny, but it's something. You could also <laughs> put in into this genre though, like the satire type stuff. Um, I feel like you could put in that, um, uh, daily life of high school boys could also Probably. be like well, a lot of these like you were like oh but it was this you know the those of listening mm-hmm. a lot of these are cross we just felt that you know these ones fit this bowl a little better yeah um and there are like there yeah. are a couple others like ma- especially magical girl ones like um there's a short uh, what was yeah. it i don't it's, want to be a magical I, girl anymore yeah or something like that but Carlos, I see why you jumped to this anime you weren't supposed to jump to, because it would have made a heck of a lot more sense to jump to the non-family-friendly slice of life genre <laughs> <laughs> before yeah, we no, went my, to the, my, the one my we were talking about. just caught that one. <laughs> I don't blame you. But, um... um yeah. it, I'll go ahead. It, it's New Game, <laughs> again. And like people are like, what? It's not family-friendly. The only reason I put it in there is because there are a lot of Yuri themes in it. Like, they don't kiss or anything, but I mean... Are you really gonna let your your little kid like watch girls parading around in their underwear? Yeah, yeah. dress and and there are some pretty heavy like Yuri themes. Like when when was it Ko was sick? No, it wasn't Ko. It was the other one, the yeah, one she's Ko. interested in. Ko was sick. Ko, Ko. And then, oh yeah, okay. And then uh, so or yeah, like the hot rib. tub, yeah, the hot tub uh, episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so maybe not let your kids watch this, and you might be a little comfortable even <laughs> watching it like with a teenager, like with one of your kid teenagers or whatever. We're assuming that that uh, we even have audience that has children. Yeah, uh, we assume we have not. <laughs> so. <laughs> hey, we do. They talk about it on on the Discord sometimes. Thanks, three people. Uh, I appreciate it. <laughs> 
Stop it. Well, now I'm depressed. Stop it. He means <laughs> 300 people. <laughs> well, anyway, but yeah, New Game uh, is, I, I, we've talked about this show before. It's a show, a, a slice of life show that, that deals with the video game development. Um, if, you've ever, if you watch Shirobako, I always consider it like Shirobako Light. Yeah. Because the problems that arise in it are not nearly as like earth shaking to the to the, the characters, mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of the, the little storylines are just either funny or cute or touching. Um, like um, I don't know, help me out here. <laughs> uh, like like Ko's interest in in or not Ko's. Uh, I think I want to say it's Sai. Her interest in Ko uh, is really cute. Um, is it Rin? I think is Rin, isn't it? Is it Rin? The, I don't know. The dark haired kind of like because Ko's the blonde. Oh uh, well, e- either way, or, or um, uh, <laughs> I, I'm I'm blanking on all these names. Well, uh, I wasn't I wasn't under the impression though that this was a comedy. So this is definitely oh, a comedy show. Yeah. It's in my queue to watch. Yeah, but, yeah, definitely oh, okay. comedy. Mm. Uh, yeah, or like Hifumi's like like shyness and her trying to <laughs> trying to talk to the other girls. Her putting emotes on her reason for being late. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, just or Alba's Alba's like uh, complex about you know wanting to be more adult. So like in episode one, she she decides she's, she's got to have a black coffee to uh, impress her co-workers. It's, uh, it's very slice of life. Um, but at the same time, there are a lot of really good comedy elements. I mean, I laughed a lot when uh, when Umiko, Umiko would just pull out her um, airsoft guns or whatever. Her airsoft guns and yeah. just shoot up people. <laughs> <laughs> she's the, very the violent Sinto co-worker. Game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, uh, or like when Alba, uh, uh, decided for the first time that she was going to sleep at her work. So she brought a sleeping bag, but it's like a bear sleeping bag (laughs) and it's got bear legs. Oh my God. I just visual humor and, and, uh, vocal humor are real heavy in this show. And, uh, if you like that kind of stuff, uh, and you, you don't have kids, go ahead and give it a watch. Eh. Or if you do, just wait till they're <laughs> yeah, asleep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I'm assuming the next one is is also based a lot in the workplace. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah. The, the next one is uh, <laughs> www.working, um, which for our full impressions and reviews, uh, check out um, our fall 2016 review. Because I think it was it was a false show. Um, it's it's a really funny show. It's just pretty much a straight comedy. We just threw it under probably not recommended for you know uh, children because a lot of it is kind of there's a lot of kind of violent humor um, and just stuff that maybe we wouldn't necessarily want to show our uh, kids, our eventual well, children. It, it also it also goes would probably go over their heads too because it's like sure a lot of the humor mm-hmm. is dialogue heavy. So, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, St. Valentine. That's, that's all I gotta say. Yeah. Yeah. No, we, we, we already <laughs> covered it. So, so go back and give it a listen. But the, 
the the key of the show is just is uh, interactions in the workplace with yeah. some of the most unlikely workers you'll ever see. It's like um, have you ever seen the American movie Waiting? It's like a PG no PG thirteen version of Waiting. Unless Waiting's PG thirteen, but it really should be R. <laughs> cool. Those workers are bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Well, to to close out our podcast, um, let's talk about some shorts real quick. Um, these shorts, I think, typically are mostly just uh, for comedy. Um, so our list is is probably very short for what it could be, but. Um, these are a couple that just came to mind when we were listing our favorites. Uh, the first one that jumped into my mind for whatever reason was that OG Sun Marshmallow, which is essentially a show about a fat man who's obsessed with marshmallows. <laughs> and and um, a super thirsty co-worker. Kind of, right, right. And, a, a, and it's funny because he's obviously a fat man with a mustache and not what you would picture as attractive, but he has a co-worker who was downright obsessed with him. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a lot of there's a lot of funny humor that that takes place because of that. So um, yeah, uh, OG Sun Marshmallow. It's it's quick, uh, funny, worth worth checking out. Uh, the next one is my wife is the student council president. Another yes. one from uh, a couple years ago and last season, two two seasons of it. Uh, and this one's you know could have gone under etchy as well, but uh, we won the shorts category. Um, <laughs> it's very just kind of. Uh, very etchy humor. Uh, a lot of uh, kind of uh, awkward sexual situations that they get themselves yeah, this, into. The same uh, disclaimer I put on the etchy genre uh, it applies to this. If you if you laugh at perverted stuff, watch it. If you don't, well, just pass it on by. No, there is there All are right. two shows. There's a censored and uncensored version. Oh, um, that's right. I haven't watched the censored version, but I guess that could be. Yeah, no. Watch the censored version of the first of the first season. Because it is, it's hysterical. It, it's kind of ridiculous how hysterical it is. <laughs> um, yeah. Cool. Um, Miss Monochrome is is one of my favorite anime shorts. Um, it actually manages to tell a pretty pretty fun story of a of an idol or wannabe idol robot android um, girl who uh, goes through all kind of silly situations. Uh, she starts out the show being a millionaire. Um, and has her entire fortune stolen by this little wretched monster named uh, Mana-chan, who is featured in one of the posts that I did on the site of the Moe faces that deserve to be punched. <laughs> 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 but um, it, it's fun because she, you know, without money, is forced to kind of go through all kind of silly things to try to realize her dream of being an idol star. So Miss Monochrome is fun. A funny little show. Uh, the next one I threw up was uh, I Can't Understand What My Husband Is Saying. Uh, if you haven't watched this one and you like anime, uh, you're going to want to give this one a shot. Uh, it's about a uh, husband and wife. Uh, the wife plays the straight man. She's got uh, uh, a job and everything, but she's taking care of her stay-at-home husband. No, they don't have kids because he is a like complete neat otaku. I mean... Uh, and so she, he'll make references and all this stuff and she won't get it. Uh, it's that kind of humor, uh, again, straight man and, and wacky character. Um, eventually he does get a job, but like a lot of the comedy, like there's, there's a lot more characters too. Uh, like, uh, the, uh, I can't remember what his name is, but the husband's like little brother is a trap. 
And there's yeah. a lot of a lot of fun that comes from that. Um, yeah, just uh, expect expect etchy because there is some, but it's not the core of the show. Yeah, it's it's mostly just silly comedy that um, that otaku can get behind. Cool. And let's round it out. End yeah. It, yeah. End our is, list. Is this one mine as well? Yeah. Or does anyone? Okay. Go well, ahead. This is my absolute favorite short. Uh, it's uh, Oshite Galko-chan, or Please Tell Me, Please Tell Me Galko-chan. I actually learned this in Japanese class the other day. Oshite actually means teach. So it's Please Teach Me Galko-chan. I feel like that's a either a poor translation or there are multiple translations. I don't know. Hmm. Um, but uh, it's about uh, three high school girls, uh, Galko, which is not her name, uh, Otako and Ojo. Ojo? Yeah, Ojo. Ojo. Um, they, and their conversations and all their conversations. Like this could honestly be put in pop culture as well because it's a lot of references to Japanese, um, Japanese like teenage myths, I guess. Uh, like, for example, the one that I'm sure we've all heard as people who've watched uh, etchy anime, um, uh, rubbing boobs makes them grow bigger. Uh, that, that's like, it, it's like, a it's almost like a, like a high school girl myth burst busters, but they never really bust them. They just discuss, uh, and like each show has like a, has like questions like, you know, again, does do, does rubbing breasts make them bigger? Uh, do girls with big breasts have big areolas? Like just silly stuff like that. But like the conversations they get into are a lot of fun. Uh, and, uh, what do you call it? Like, um. I don't know. It's just, it's it's a discussional show that gets pretty lewd. <laughs> it does, yeah. But it's really but, fun. Uh, but the the characters are, are are a lot of fun. I can't recommend that one enough. Watch all she tell Uncle John. Yeah, it's a short. So I think all the the last ones we just mentioned are worth uh, mm-hmm. worth mentioning. So yeah, this uh, <laughs> we we love talking to each other, guys. Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> We're actually not done yet uh, because we have a question, a oh. listener question. So, Ooh. well, before we, we do that, let's we'll just go into um, you know, these are these are shows that we really enjoy. If you like comedy, if you like to laugh, you know, go ahead and uh, go ahead and give them um, a watch. Uh, if you have anime we didn't mention, you know, give us a send us an email or whatever. We'll we'll or tweet at us or whatever uh, or come on our discord we'll we'll um put all that information at the end here uh did you guys want me to read this question or do, do you yeah, want you guys have it up okay no, uh actually there there are two of them and it's from phil again hi phil <laughs> Phil's oh uh, my God, phil <laughs> or uh for those of you confused on the the um chat if you do come on our discord this is it's uh judude 69 uh he writes us two questions again in the form of haiku, haiku, haiku. <laughs> <laughs> and the first one is uh, talk about tattoos. Anything you guys would get? Ram best girl tattoo. <laughs> a, uh, a, an anime tattoo. Is there anything you guys would want? Oh man, I'll just I'll go ahead and start. I've actually considered this. I would want to get a Nico either on like the back of my calf or just straight up go for, I, I would take the bet and go for broke and put a giant Nico on my back. 
Wow. <laughs> Dedication. That's something. Or like I think I think what could be cool is like um like symbol type things. Like maybe get a Dragon Ball tattooed on your shoulder. Hmm. Um something like that I think would be would be fun, but uh I guess uh, to the audience uh you know, who knows, I was in the navy. No, I don't have any tattoos and that was mostly because every time I thought I should get a tattoo, I'd see how much they cost and think, yeah. Hmm, I could buy anime or alcohol with this or both. <laughs> And right. I usually did, so. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Really? You um, guys haven't thought about anything? If I was to do something, I probably wouldn't get a character. Um, just because I'd be worried that it would be something I would, you know, get You would never of. regret Nico. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe not Nico. Oh, no, Maki was yours. Yeah, Maki was your, your favorite. Yeah, yeah Maki. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I'd consider... Uh, you know, uh, I don't know. I thought about maybe like some type of Asian, like uh, samurai. You know, you know, you know the old block print stuff. It's not necessarily anime related, but if I had to go anime, um, maybe something from Steinsgate, hmm. like that. They've got like some clock, like time imagery. Yeah, that yeah. might be kind of fun mm-hmm. to get. I-, I was thinking too, uh, maybe like the Concole logo would be kind of fun <laughs> to get. Yeah. Right. Oh man! Um, yeah, if I was gonna do an anime character, well, I guess she's not an anime character. Prince Oigen. Oh yeah, from Kankola. <laughs> if I were to do one, I would never actually, I think, do a anime or game character. Oh, in terms of games, I've I've always thought about getting a Triforce, but I kind of feel yeah. like in terms of of nerd tattoos, so that's it's super like, cliche. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. At this point, yeah, it's become or so like popular, the Fire Emblem Shield would be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, like they've got some symbols. The Fire Emblems have symbols that would be that would be the, pretty uh, cool to get. Probably the sword that um, I'm drawing a blank. Lucina. Uh, oh yeah, her. I was going to say her dad, but yeah, Lucina. Oh, yeah. It's her sword as well. So I don't know. Yeah. So Maybe, I thought about yeah. tattoos, but but they're expensive. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> At least yeah. the good ones are. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I can always get the the Asian um, symbol for asshole tattooed on me. <laughs> <laughs> Japanese symbol. Nice. I don't know. Perfect. Anyway, you guys ready? Let's let's just, let's move yeah, on. Next one. <laughs> uh, number two, anime music. Fa- favorite OPs it? and favorite OPs and EDs in the current season. In the current season, uh, we've already discussed this, Phil. Um, the best OP and ED come from um, uh, Saga Tanya the Evil. Those are my favorites. <sighs> Although I will say Masamune Kun's Revenge is a fun electronic beat, as is uh, Akiba's Trip. Hmm. Yeah, I already have Akiba's Trip's a little too like little too like Annie song typical to me. I guess like it, it it sounds an awful lot like a lot of other anime openings. So I I really like ACCA. Which um, one? The, the opening for that. ACCA. Oh, I, yeah, I, I heard that's a fun one. Oh. Yeah, because you were saying that was like a jazz one, right? It starts out kind of jazzy, and then it gets gets a little more kind of pop jazz, I guess. I don't know if that's actually a genre yeah, we, of we, music. Yeah, we were talking about that because of uh, I was talking about how Showa's um, OP was was like a jazz affair because, you know, it's set in the, a certain time period. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I enjoy, I would I would love to listen to that one too, if it's anything like Showa's. Yeah, and 
I actually really, really like anime openings and closings. I think they're, you know, just, I think they really add a lot to the show and I think they're very important <laughs> that shows have good ones and, and ACCA is not only a good song, but like the opening is really well mm. done. Like the imagery and stuff is really good. So See, definitely go yeah, check it out on I'm YouTube. I'm of the opposite mind. I never, almost never watch anime openings and closings. I feel like that time could be better used for more story in the show, usually. Um, but the one mm. ED that I have enjoyed uh, this season is the ED for Konosuba. Yeah, that's, that's a fun one. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a, a little silly. Yeah. It's kind of I, I, like, I like the, the music. Yeah. I like, oh, you're, yeah, the ED. I'm sorry. Yeah, ED. I the LP. Yeah, but the, uh, the ED is, is real nice. It's a good way to wind down the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but like with OPs and EDs, I, the reason I like them so much is because I like to, I like to buy them. I have, I'm looking at my CD rack. Just, I need to get a new one because mine's full um, of anime songs of anime music. And I really like to, you know, put them on my phone and listen to them because it brings back memories of, you know, mm-hmm. of the show and, and how much fun it was and all that stuff. And some of them are just actually, you know, legit, really, really good songs. So, yeah. I just, especially EDs, if it really, if it, I just like the fact that the OP kind of brings you into the universe. It's kind of like, you know, anime is a very immersive medium, um, you know, especially if you, if you binge it. Um, but, you know, and I feel like good OPs and EDs do a really good job of kind of. Oh yeah. No, I, the, the one thing that, that comes to mind is, is Erase. Erase OP was fantastic for bringing you in and hyping you up for the show. And then. The ending was mm-hmm. amazing. It's such a good song yeah. uh, for, you know, mellowing you out. Kind of like portraying the like, like the melancholy that came after most of those episodes. <laughs> right. And to me, um, I feel like we could do an entire episode on OPs and EDs because I, I, oh. I've always really liked them. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. yeah do, like, we'll, we'll have to do EDs a music episode to... one of these days. It's just... Uh, I, I, we need to figure out how to get, how to get music onto the, the podcast to, so we're not just yeah. talking about it. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so people can exactly. listen to it. Exactly. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll have to ask Andrew um, how he does it for Larry, Andrew uh, Senpai, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great episode by Otaku Sphere. Oh, totally the last one? Recently oh, with their yes. If, if you didn't listen to the fan service one. Oh, one thing, Andrew, just say masturbation, man. <laughs> just, just, just straight up say masturbation, not say pleasing. I mean, I, I I'm not one to criticize. It's hey. their podcast. They, yeah. they don't, they, they don't like to say that kind of stuff. But yeah. I love the episode, and then I got to that point, and I'm like, masturbation. You mean masturbation? You're talking about, you're talking about masturbation, man. Just say masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> yelling into my podcast like an idiot <laughs> in the middle of the meat. Of, uh, yeah, beat the meat. I, I'm surprised he doesn't like the word fab. It's actually a fun word to react. I yeah. rather enjoy the it's word. It's a little cringy. <laughs> I think it's, I, it's a cringy I word. guess I don't mind it, but that's because, again, I'm, An I'm part of the perverse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it doesn't bother <laughs> me at all. Uh, I'm sorry, Andrew. <laughs> anyway. Uh, oh, by the way, I, I missed the last part. Uh, Phil says, the correct answer to both categories is Tanya the Evil. I agree. Uh, okay. Yeah, I think that's, uh, that's it. We're done. Yeah. Another long one. Now I got, uh, yeah. got to go get this thing out. So thank you all for joining us for this uh, this fun and comedic episode. Um, <laughs> Sorry we forgot so much. Yeah. So I uh, please, yeah. you know, hit us up on Twitter, email us, um, 
on Facebook as well. Let us know what comedy we missed, uh, what ones you enjoy. Um, you can find us on Twitter at anime uh, underscore arcade um, on Twitter at facebook.com slash anime arcade. You can email us at mail.com uh, mail.com mail.animearcade.net You can find us on Twitter at anime underscore arcade facebook.com slash anime arcade You can email us at mail.animearcade at gmail.com We're also on Instagram and I promise you I'm posting more uh, it's the underscore anime underscore arcade. Thank uh, you. Also, we have this little website. I'm not sure if you knew animearcade.net. <laughs> I struggled there. Damn it. <laughs> it's a comedy episode. No, 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 no. Just play it off. Play it off. It's oh. a comedy episode. <laughs> <laughs> we like that fun. Yeah. Uh, um, later, yeah. guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs> See you later. Uh, take it easy.